Hey, yo, John, we live? Let's go. Countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. It's 59, y'all. It's 59, I'm glad you said it because I forgot what episode this was. It's 59. <laughs> we have definitely fucked up. You say a wrong episode. Man. I've done that. He's done times. that, yes. That'd be my problem because I don't be here. I gotta start being here. I've been calling out like I got to be here with y'all. <laughs> as long as you know. Yeah, <laughs> Hey, yo, I ain't gotta be here today. Oh. Oh, I, oh, I can't have the all. I'm sick. I'm sick. You just <laughs> Nigga, you can go on vacation call. next week? <laughs> you just activated the track. Welcome, call. welcome, welcome, y'all. This is the Rhythm and Brews podcast. I am Lucky Lefty, and to my left is your boy, Mr. R&B Smooth. It's the pop father of Connecticut, Prince Latif. And as always on the ones and twos, your boy, DJ D-Dub. What up? What you sipping on? What you yeah. sipping on? Cut exactly. the beat. <laughs> Sitting with us today. Yeah. Yeah. We have our special invited guest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The goddess. Uh-huh. The irreverent, Woo! the intelligent, oh the beautiful. God. Yes. When she comes in the room, everybody says the same thing. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> peace, peace, y'all. Introduce yourself. Tell them, tell the people who you are. Peace. My name is Yex. Uh, my name is Yex Sandra, but everybody calls me Yex. Um, Chicago native, New Haven Shot resident. Town. Absolutely. Um. I wear many hats in the city of New Haven. I would consider myself to be an overarching community advocate. But within that realm, I am, uh, as um, my, my man's Arlen would, uh, surely would say, uh, a mother from a different era, because I do mm. everything. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. But, okay. yeah, what I specifically do is um, I am a birth and a death doula. I'm a lactation counselor. And I'm an independent facilitator. So organizations, educational institutions will contract me to come and uh, facilitate trainings like around systemic oppression, Mm. uh, diversity and inclusion, culture of humility, code switching, Mm. um, creative writing. Okay. So uh, more recently, I've done like creative writing for like uh, Trinity College for the Universal, I mean, for the um, International Hip Hop Festival. Mm. And then I'm a poet. Hey, hey right. you know it. So we, <laughs> you know, we see you got that uh, little cup over there. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. D-Dub, uh-huh. what's that game we like to have our guests play? Ooh, that was, so, that was, that was, was right on time. That was right on time. Perfect. I like it. Okay, okay. okay. Brother Smooth. Because, see, I thought he was going to say it, but he just said, yeah, stir up that Kool-Aid in. Since make you make sure the you Kool-Aid the best. Yeah, uh, you know. yeah, you know I don't measure with the sugar. All right, so here we go. How, how you measure it, though? It's poor. And until the ancestors say, yeah. that's enough, child. Okay, good. We're going to play a game called Shackle. It's pretty much where Brother Luck is going to give you a series of words. You're going to have to think of a song that contains that word in the lyric. You got to give us the title and the artist. Dang, the title and the artist? Title and the artist. Title I thought we artist. was just supposed to sing the song <laughs> out loud. <laughs> you got to do title that. But now, you also got to give us a title and the artist. Yes. Now, here's the it thing. It could be a rap. It could be a rap. It could be or it could be a I know song. it could be anything. I was mm-hmm. watching um the episode with Y. Dot Jones, and 
you know how like when you watch Family Feud, yeah. you get all the answers right, yeah, yeah, yeah. but when you on a show, you, fuck up. you don't get nothing yeah. right. Not a well, thing. Listen, if not that happens, if that happens, just know. When I was watching Wide Dot Jones, I was getting all of them. Okay, that's how I go to Wide Dot. All right, so 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 you ready for this? Um, I, I right. ain't got no choice but right, to be. Don't, don't be scared. I'm never scared. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yes. So, yex. Yex. I'm going to give you a layup. Mm-hmm. It's something real easy. Your word is life. Ten. I don't even know the name nah. of the song. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Every song probably got the word life in it right now, too. <laughs> Six. Five. Um, 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 um. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Stop counting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> Make it a nerve. Can it, can it, can life be a part of the word? Yeah. That's the point, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say, um... I don't even know whose song it is, so I'm not. <laughs> right, come on with it. Come on with it. I was going to say Lifestyle, and I'm not sure if that's Young Thug. Oh, or... that was oh, uh, that Young was Thug and... Um, no, nah, it no was that's Rich dude. Gang. Thank that's you. Rich Gang. Yeah, Rich, Young see? Thug and the other dude. Oh, yeah. shit. Rich Gang, that's what they call. But okay. who was the other dude, See, though? who knows uh, who Rich Gang is? Rich Homie Quan. That's what they Rich Homie Quan. Thugger, Thugger, that's my brother. You don't want no trouble. Thugger kill Rich Homie Quan career. I was gonna Birdman killed Rashomi Squad. <laughs> if you really want to be real. <laughs> but we ain't going to be saying this All right. name. All right. So, so that's know. a half a point. You point five. You get to write yeah, that down. I was going with Nas, though. I was going life's a bitch. Uh, nah, that's see? why we puff fly. My brain wasn't working. I was thinking of my the life, lifestyle my life, of the rich and shameless. Some die uh-uh. with the name, some die nameless. Ooh, I was just for going. the same game. I was going KC. Um, I know. We knew you was going KC. We know where you was going. We didn't have to ask All you. All right. Hit me with the next one. Life, life. So you going to sip on that or? All right. Oh, okay. Is, is that, is, you didn't explain that part. That's the way the game goes. Ah, see? You, oh, my fault. That's you my ain't, bad. You ain't skirt the way right. If you don't get it right, you got to take the shot. Yeah. Oh, that's. I'm going to get all of them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That makes right. for a more interesting episode. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. You know? All right. So, your next word. Is water. Mm. Mm. I won't even count. Water. See? It's the family feud thing happening <laughs> with the Jeopardy music in my ears. <laughs> Hold on, water. Um. Oh. Yep, I think you, we might be in the same yeah. mind frame. I mean, it hey, is. I mean, I'm gonna take a shot. <laughs> See, you could have went Lauren Hill water. Yeah, or you could have went New World water by Most Deaf. Could have went Water Runs Dry. Boys, Boys to Men. Goodness gracious! I said. Waterfall I take a quarter water sold in them bottles for two bucks. <laughs> I get money. Okay. I get some money. <laughs> all right, all right. I got faith in you. You're going to get this next one, all right? Yeah, you know. You're going to get this next one. We're going to see. All right. Your word is God. God? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's easy. Um... 
people have used this line over and over again. Your arms are too short to box with God. Mm-hmm. But mm. what song? <laughs> I can't think of no titles right now. Nas has used this line. Yep. J. Cole has used this line. Exhibits used the line. Everybody uses this line. I the battle rappers yeah. use this line all the time. Come on. Your little arms is too short to hot box with God. We're gonna give it a half point. Yeah, give me give me that other give me that other point five. So then you know what, fellas, then we take a take Yeah, we gonna take the shot. We'll take a shot. Oh well, we could all take a shot. I'm already feeling hot. Come here. Come here. Matter of fact, let's make this interesting. You give each of us a word. Okay. Let's go. Okay. He said shit. Yeah, I, I like this. Okay. Oh shit. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Um, and who you giving a word to for? I'm gonna say the name. Okay, bet. Denzel. Okay. Brown. Mm. Uh Russia Vein. Okay. Whose song is that? D'Angelo. And what's the name of the song? Okay. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I right. went with Brown by Kyle Dion. Yeah. Or Brown Skin. Mm-hmm. Or Doodle yeah. Brown. Oh, yeah. Doodle Brown. That's my shit. Yeah. That's my Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> I wanna run. I wanna run. I wanna run. I wanna run. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, what was that? But. Um, all right. Who's up next? Lucky. Okay. Spaz. Mm. Mm. Okay. Oh damn. So spaz if you want to. Spaz right. if you want. Oh spaz. spaz if you want to. <laughs> okay. N E R D. Okay. Name the song. Spaz. Okay. Mm. A little aggressive. That's, that wasn't. That was mad aggressive. I, just, <laughs> I mean, she just I came, came at me. She just came at me. He so is. That was it. The spaz. The prince. Latif. Yes, ma'am. Lemon. Ooh. Ooh. Shit. She. Okay. Hold up. Do 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 do. Mm-hmm. Stop! Stop! <laughs> nah, you cheating now. That's exactly what I was thinking in my head too. <laughs> you being a lifeline. He don't know that. Nah, he, like can't, that. he can't do that song neither. Lemonade like... was a popular drink and it still is. Uh, that's uh, Gangstar. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the song. Oh, yeah, but you could have said Hove. I wasn't going with that. Oh, okay. But yeah, I was actually just listening to that record the other day, and yeah, I, was I wasn't like, going with that. Yeah. Because oh, I could have wow. went lemonade too, but yeah, I chose not to. Those would have been too but easy. She was talking about I pull up with lemon. I get it how I live. <laughs> All right. Well, Dubs. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess you got to give him one. Oh shit, Danny. Oh my why not? god. Why not? The DJ. What don't you know? That's the thing. All right. <laughs> um, Yamaha. Yamaha. Oh, I know it already. I got one. Stop. I, I know, know it already. Down, put your hands down. Come on, Danny. Mm. Let's get it. Dang, bro. Yo, that was good. That I was just looked good. at the drum. I know, that's why she said it. <laughs> I just looked at the drum. I don't know no song that, that got that in it. Come on now. Come on, mm. stop it, D. See, I got one. Yeah. Uh, got we probably all got the same. Yeah, one. we all, we all, we all got the same we one. Want, we gonna do it at the same time? Yeah, three, two, one. Room on a Yamaha. What we got to? Nothing like my daddy. Something like my daddy. 
As soon as she said that, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay. Yep. Because <laughs> other than that, I don't know any other. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something nah. called Yamaha Mama or something um, like that. Lil Kim says something about a Yamaha, didn't she? Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah. I feel like they referenced Yamaha in that the Rough Riders anthem too. Mm. I think it might be a lyric, a Yamaha lyric in there too. I can't think of it right now though. Mm. Well, speaking of Rough Riders, once again, rest in peace to the dog. He just dropped Exodus. What you think? I thought, honestly, it was a solid album. Okay. I agree. It was something that was needed. And what I love about Exodus. He ain't changing himself for shit. Mm-hmm. No, that's and I love that. that. That's and that's that's what we get. Because um it was kind of weird to hear him on a record with Moneybag Yo. No, but it that worked. was one of the highlights of the album. But it worked, yeah. yeah. It definitely worked. And it, honestly, it made me kind of respect Moneybag. You know what I mean? Because I really don't really mess with that like that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I went back and listened to his music. I'm like, yeah, he's kind of dope. So it definitely was. I give it like a solid seven point five mm-hmm. for for, okay. for the album. What you think, smooth? I would say the same. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed it, and it was good to hear like that he didn't change. But does. I think we was we was talking about it in the group chat. I was like, it's definitely a bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's definitely a bittersweet album, but um, definitely credible. Dub, you heard it yet? No, I ain't hear it yet. But that's the first thing out the car. Okay, gotta check that out. I know you be busy, so I know. <laughs> first of all, I just want to say thank you to DMX for having the first song. Well, not the first, but finally having a song that I like. Nas and Jay-Z on the same <laughs> I was about to say, when I heard yo. that record, I was like, yo, hey, yo, Prince might actually fuck with this one. Yo, being, <laughs> being an extremely huge Jay-Z fan, I will say Nas might have got the best on that Might've. record. Might have. He might have got the best one. Because it's like Jay-Z. <laughs> that is what his, he's giving his, you right now. His first, his first few his first few records, I mean, his first he few- He want to uh, give it to him, but he can't really give it to I him. Can't. Nope, I can't. Because I can't. Exactly. <laughs> so you see my dilemma right now. Like, it's like, okay, Jay-Z's verse was not whack whatsoever, but Nas- But then just, Nas came in just and was like, like I a bit harder. Yep. And I'm just like, ah, I can't do it, though. Because he remember what happened on that- on that, sorry, not sorry. Well, no, this no. was recorded years ago. Oh, this was oh, recorded okay, okay. way before. Before so- all that, I got yo, you, got they you. put it like this because they the whole played this song on the first verses ever. First verses ever because okay. the first verses they ever had was Swiss and Just Blaze. So when they did that verses, You're right? He already demolished Just Blaze, like demolished him. Just Blaze was really coming at him with some heat, but he demolished Just Blaze, and he plays this record last, mind you. There was other, there was also like two other people on that record. I think it was Cassidy on that record, and I think um, you said somebody was on the record. I forgot. It was someone else that was on the record. I don't remember who it was, but he played that record. That was what when we went to the um to the joint when we was doing the new edition shit when we were supposed <laughs> to do the the party and they never even played the fucking record. Talking about M White. 
No, when we went to Terminal that night. Oh, oh RB Wednesdays. Yeah, Man. I still had a short haircut. That's how old that record oh, is. Oh, shit. I had, I, yeah, that was I had waves. Ago. That was, exactly. That was so that's how old that record is. That was, so, B, that was BC. That was yeah, BC. so yeah, like, shit. I heard that shit. I was like, ah. I hope they go hard, bro. Damn, <laughs> yo. Nas might have. Just give it to him. Just give it to him, please. Just give just it to him. I can't. Just, you I can't. won't. It hurts your feelings. Does it? Does I mean, it I, don't get me wrong. I love Nas, but it's just like I just like Jay Z just a little bit more. It's okay. Because I listen to Jay Z more than I listen to Nas growing up. What? It's okay. Nas, Nas, Nas outdid Jay Z for the first time. He didn't outdo look, it. Look, it's but he kept, okay. okay. You said he, for the first time? I'm talking about our songs together. For the, together, yeah. Because. Okay. Come on now. On, on songs Come together. On so what, there are five songs in now, right? Four I'm or five? I'm a big Nas fan. My son so is Nas serious. Okay. But I look at them differently. Right. Nas is an amazing lyricist. Jay-Z is an amazing businessman. Mm. They move very differently. They definitely move differently. Absolutely. And their swag is different. Absolutely. Completely very different. Much. Nas may have grown men's swag, but... Jay Z got billionaire, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. Yeah, it's like Jay Z's like the rich auntie, I, rich I, I uncle, the, yes. the rich uncle, yeah. the rich uncle. Yes, you gotta be like, in a tax like, bracket to listen to him. Look, right. he, he said it a million times. I bragged in a tax bracket to listen to him. Forget he that. says it all the time. I bragged. I different. also feel like the reason why Nas doesn't compete with Jay Z when they on tracks together is because Nas is still stuck in a phase of trying to be cool and swaggy. When Jay Z talks about higher, elevated themes mm-hmm. in his music, I think Nas just likes to have fun. I, I mean, I, th- I think he just like just likes to just be him. I think he's just at that point in his career. He's just like, look, I'm gonna just give you this verse, and that's what it seemed like to me. I say this: that is yeah. probably the best Nas verse I heard in a very yeah. long time. Yeah, just the Lost Tapes. Because you know, I still can't really get with King's Disease. I, I can't. What Lost Tapes too. I, that I was an amazing album. I can't get with it. I don't know why, but I don't Nasir, like him on. No, I don't like him on. I don't like him on hip boy, hip boy um, beats, yo. I don't. That was what I was the, what I was gonna say about this DMX album. Mm-hmm. Why I give it a seven? Because it's certain beats. Yeah, it's certain beats that DMX just doesn't sound right on. Mm-hmm. It feels like they forced his vocals onto these beats, and it's like I felt that doing? Snoop one kind of felt. I like fucking a love forced. that song. I like it too, but I feel like that one was a little forced, but. DMX did go a little bit too hard on Hood Blue. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a Griselda type beat. Yeah. But he's yelling on it. It's like they don't these niggas nah, don't his raise ad their libs, voices. No. His ad libs though, when they like spitting and his growling, that shit Grr. goes perfect. Yeah. That shit goes perfect. But if he had like toned it down on the voice for his verse, it would have been perfect. But you know what else Swiss didn't do? Yes, it's mastered, but it's not. He said, I'm not touching it at all. Mm-hmm. What you're getting is what you got last from X. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think the only reason why it sounds like that is because you probably didn't touch it all that way because it's like, yo, I want y'all to hear X, how X did this. Because you could hear the pain in his voice. Mm-hmm. You could hear that shit. The record he did with his son? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Usher on that joint. Yo. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like I don't that, that record put you in your feelings, bro. I'm in there like, damn, yo, I'm all tearing up and shit. I'm like, damn. The only thing I really wish, but it was cool that they did it. 
was with the whole skits or whatever, I kind of wish he had like a Damien part six. Mm. I would have, or or the Omen part six, whatever the case. I would mm-hmm. I would have loved it, man. I would have loved it because it's like I want to know where he's at with that. Because I think he think. mentioned that on um, Drink Champs, like he had to let that shit go. Yeah. Yeah, watch that shit again. Yeah, because he it was like towards the end, like yeah. he brushed past it real fast. Yeah, because he didn't want to like get back into that mind frame mm. of uh, talking to demons. Mm. <sighs> oh my gosh, I was listening to that the other day. I'm just like, <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's what it was. He didn't want to step back into that mind frame. So yeah. I, while I would have you know liked another chapter to that story, I, I understand why he didn't. Yeah, but he did mention during that same interview that he had a song with Pop Smoke that mm-hmm. didn't make it to this album. So I wonder what happened with that. Yeah, hopefully they're holding off on it. Maybe they just didn't finish recording it, or maybe DMX didn't get around a chance to record it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Because honestly, we we don't really know. But honestly, I, I was saying to you, I was like, you know, maybe he wasn't there with him. Knowing DMX, they probably could have did that record together. No, it was. They they gave like him I don't a, think it was a pop smoke verse. It was a it was a posthumous verse. It was yeah. Okay. They gave him a pop smoke verse for this album, and because he because I remember Noriega asked him if they recorded together, he was like, "Nah, I never got to meet him before he passed." He did say that. You're right. Yeah. 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 You're right. They were, that's when they was talking about like pop smoke was like a love child between Fifty and DMX. He really is, yo. <laughs> he really is. He really is like, whoa, us had to say, fuck. All right, so I have a question. Sure. Social media has been hyping up Exodus. We give it like a seven. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people on social media have been saying, like, this album is great. Do you think they would have said the same thing if he was alive? No. no. Absolutely not. So they probably would have trashed it, to be honest with I you. I think so, too. Because when X performed, shout out to my man Brillo, when X uh, performed at uh, Barclays uh, I think he's for the Rough Riders. Huh? But I think he's related to Go ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he um performed at Barclays for the Rough Riders thing, yo, they were like trashing him so bad. Mm-hmm. They were trashing him so bad, and then like as soon as he dies, oh yeah, X is the best. And I'm looking like, hey, right, you was the one talking so much shit about right. him, right? Like you know what I mean? Like, and it's like if like like you said with the whole thing with this album being a seven, I give it a seven just for the same reasons you give it. I give it a seven point five because it's like. Yo, this is X. He 50. Mm-hmm. He was 50, right? He's his old records, probably, probably like maybe he's probably like 46, 47 mm-hmm. when they were probably done. But like, this is him. This man's still wearing baggy jeans. This man's still wearing Tim's. <laughs> still wearing the dog chains. Still got the ball head. Like, he ain't grow his hair out. He ain't, like, he ain't do none of that. He's him. He's he was him, him all the time. The only thing this fucking album was missing was a fucking Murder, Inc. record. That's never going to happen again. <laughs> they had a picture. To, listen, listen. They had a picture together with all three of them. At I Beyonce. thought it. You said it. Listen. They had a picture with them, all three of them together at Beyonce's concert when they when they came out. Actually, they did the Murder's record at um at um Met Stadium when they did the um, Formation Tour. Mm. So they could have did something like people talk so much shit about Ja Rule man but Ja Rule was that nigga yo no he was he was that dude Murder Murder Inc was actually fire period yeah Mm, yeah. well Murder Inc as in Jay-Z DMX and Nas or as the 
Or the record label. The record label. I ain't gonna say the record label, but oh, yeah. Okay. okay, yes, yeah. exactly. Because I was talking to my boy today yesterday. I'm like, damn, they really had nobody but Lloyd, Shanti, and Ja Rule. <laughs> nope. Nobody's well, listening to the Black Child, Cadillac Top. But they had some records. They had that one. Records. That one ringtone record. Was okay, dope. for Fast and Furious? <laughs> Why you had doo, 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 It was because the... Exactly. Okay. The fucking beat was a ringtone. It. it was the beat. <laughs> Say one word for... Nigga, I think the nah. old damn was gangsta, gangsta. But that first, that first Murderer's album was dope as fuck. I'm sorry. Yes, that was. But look who was on that shit. Right. Okay, Vita. Vita, yeah. yeah Vita, has Vita had records. Damn, where Vita at? Vita got children now. She grown... I seen... um. I seen a post with her and her her adult daughters. Mm. Yeah, you said and, adult and y'all, daughters? Damn, y'all all said it like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> adult daughters. That's what I was like. Damn, that shit was in unison. You say adult daughters. That's what I was like. Damn, it's like it's been a well, while. Well, you know, 18, like, eighteen is, is yeah, legal. Yeah, yeah, that don't mean they date. Yeah, because when she was in belly, she was like 17, 18. He was young. That was such a toxic. Yeah. Moving I'm a, on. I'm a liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? I said I'm a liar anyways. I was thinking about Charlie, but, uh, Charlie Baltimore. Oh. Okay, oh, okay. That's what I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. nah, Charlie Baltimore yeah. was dope. Yeah, yeah, she baby. was fire too. Yeah, That's, absolutely. Fire. That's, speaking of Murder, Inc., the commission is another group that I'm mad never happened. The commission mm. was our vision. Oh, yeah. Never came to fruition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. That's two, that's <laughs> that's two another... groups that Jay-Z was a part of that never happened. Oh, my God. That was my fa- That's probably one of my favorite Jay-Z lines ever. It was on Never Take Me Alive. Mm-hmm. The commission was our vision. We ain't see it coming to fruition. We ran out of time. Damn. Damn. Think I was a fear. You out your mind. That was my motherfucking man and my partner in crime. Nigga, listen. Listen, yo. Probably Baltimore, Jay-Z, and Biggie. That would have mm. been crazy. Yo. <laughs> yo. She another one that don't get the credit. Mm. Ever. Yo. Ever. Because she was writing her shit. She was it's several to the wrong female label. rappers and female MCs who don't get the credit they deserve. Talk about it. Um, Rod Digger. Oh, Rod Digger, Digger, Digger is one of the illest hands down and she will never get her flowers. Nope. Dirty Harriet was definitely Ever. a fire album. And it's, I, I think it's it's the level of uh, what we was talking about earlier of mm-hmm. women just being receptive in hip hop, mm-hmm. like being well received and then the women wasn't feeling her neither because Rod Digger's a little hard. So she wasn't on the little Kim on the Foxy shit. Rod Digger was hard. She, she started to get to that with the party and bullshit. A little Hold bit. Up. Not I, really. I want you to say that shit you said in the car on the way up here. What did I say? You said female rap is like what? Like the WNBA. Tell them why you said that. Female rappers are like the WNBA. It doesn't matter how skilled they are. Nobody's coming to see them. Mm-hmm. Right? As much as we would love to create equity in hip hop, as much as we would love to say like this female's fire, this female's fire, nobody's really showing up to see them, right? Yeah. There's but so much that females can talk about that's going to be well-received. All right. Women drive hip-hop. Mm-hmm. That's that's a bottom line. Mm-hmm. Men move the way that women listen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a bottom line. But the majority of proponents in hip-hop are male. Yeah. Right? And nobody's going to see the WNBA. That's just the way it is. It doesn't matter how fire these females are lyrically. They're not going to get the shine that they're ever going to get. And we're always going to have a moderation of a few females 
who are put in a, a limelight intentionally, like the Nikki, like, like the Cardi. Mm-hmm. We're never going to see Rhapsody up there. We're never going to really see Chica out there too much. These are individuals who capitalize on um, the independent artistry like right. um, Soldier did. So we'll see Chica out there because virtual um, social media makes that visibility mm-hmm. available. We see Tierra Whack because of that. Tierra Whack is fire. Mm-hmm. She runs, she outruns niggas on tracks all the time. Yeah. All the time. I'm listening yeah. to a track with Tierra Whack up there. I'm like, who that? Cyber J.I.D.? She like, nah, that's <laughs> Tierra Whack. They sound the same because J.I.D. Yeah, got a yeah. light voice. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He got a feminine voice. Yeah, he yeah, got a feminine voice. So I'm like, yo, that's JID. I wouldn't yeah. even give credit to a female because my ears said, this got to be a nigga right here. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. My like, no, that's Tierra Wick. So it just is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Wait, I'm trying to remember. Didn't, well, what female rapper did Beyonce have on the Lion King soundtrack? I'm trying to remember who that was. I'm gonna be honest. With you. After I tried to watch that black, well, I watched the black. black King. King. I was, I was, I'm trying to. Re- I thought <laughs> it was Sierra <laughs> Whack, but I may be wrong. I see. I see why people did not like that shit. I see why. I do. It was let's, uh, whatever. I'm not gonna. But it, it's kind of like how, female rap. <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. You're right. And it, and it is that. It's kind of like what you said with me when I was on my Kanye thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know. We should support them because they're black. We don't need to support everything black. We don't. Thank you. We don't. <laughs> Thank you for giving me my credit on that. Yeah, I, like, I was bugging. Everything black don't need to be supported. It does. Every, listen, every skin folk ain't kin folk. It ain't. Listen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but going back to, to your point, though, I remember there was a, a, a woman that was saying to me one time, like, cause she was like, big Nikki fan. Like, mm-hmm. nobody out there is messing with Nikki lyrically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you a damn lie. Right. I was like, because there are women like the Jean Greys, the Rhapsodies, blah, blah, blah. She was like, I would never listen to Rhapsody's mm-hmm. music because I don't find her attractive. And I was like, but that's not what you said. You said nobody's messing with uh, Nikki lyrically. She goes, but if I don't like what I see when I look at you, you I'm not even going to listen to you. Yeah, you don't want to hear nothing else. Mm. And that's what holds a lot of female rappers back, unfortunately. I mean, because... Which is gotta, sad, because right. Rhapsody is the everyday-looking woman. Exactly. Versus Nikki, Rhapsody, which is... Rhapsody, Chica, everyday-looking women. Lady, Lady Luck. Luck. She's fine, Forever. She's been fired forever. She's fine, too. Cut it out. Um, <laughs> I'm Remy, real. she is. Yeah, Remy, Remy before she got the work done, yeah. everyday-looking woman. Yeah. And she was tearing up dudes on track. Lil' Kim was an everyday-looking woman. Lil Kim was fucking um, 92. beautiful. Yo, shut up. Lil Kim was gorgeous before yeah, she got all that work was. done. He was, uh, he was absolutely beautiful. Hey, Eve. Look. Eve, another Eve was amazing. Day. I love Eve. Eve. Eve needs to get mentioned more. Absolutely. I think she will after. She'll get her flowers yeah, after Queen this Latifah, show comes man. out. I love me. I love Queen Latifah, how she looked. He's still fine. What? Mm-hmm. Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and she still got some bars left. Yes, she does. We'll always. Yes, MC Light. Will always. MC, MC Light. Absolutely. Oh, oh, MC Light got the cold oh flow to God. me. Her mm. voice. I love her, her fucking voice. voice. Yeah. Mm. It's weird, though, because... she do like, audio books? I, I <laughs> listen, I would listen to that <laughs> shit. That's the, she's the only reason I still watch the BET Awards. Yo. Yo. I got a road trip coming so, up. <laughs> Nigga, she got, a, she got audio She got a podcast. She got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to listen. 
the most important thing is that it's difficult for women in hip hop, just like it is in any other avenue. Mm-hmm. When we was talking in the car, we I said I mentioned Missy is a legend, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason why Missy is a legend because she did more than just rap, right? Yeah, produce. In any avenue right. that a woman comes in, in order to dominate, she has to do more than just the job, right? She has to go beyond, above, and beyond the job, mm-hmm. yeah. In order to be seen, to be heard, and to be recognized, yeah. So. Yeah. And the thing with Missy too, like, and this is why, like you said, she goes above and beyond. I'm gonna be real with you. A lot of those records she produced over time. Yeah. And she ain't gonna make a thing out of no. it because that's you know what I'm saying, that's her man's and you know, she understands. Mm-hmm. But like it's a lot of records, a lot of Leah records mm-hmm. that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Missy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of records, period, that wouldn't have happened if it wasn't period. for Missy. Period. <laughs> like, yeah. Genuine's catalog wouldn't have happened without Missy. Leah wouldn't have happened without Missy. Yo, she had Sierra a Sierra may not rapper. have happened without Missy. That's true. Yo, he had a record. Yo, I don't. Ooh, this was my. Listen. Yo, you right. Total? You right. Yo, this Total was might my not show. have happened without Missy. I mean, that's seven oh two without Missy. Yo, like she's she's in, like she's the. Everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. Got her hands in a lot of shit. Like, shit. yo, she had a dope artist. At, well, I don't know if this was Timberland's artist, but Miss Jade. Oh, that was her. That was her artist. Tweet. Tweet. Oh yes. God. I got every Tweet album. Yo, Tweet. Now, <laughs> and yo, Tweet had great albums. Big facts. She had great albums, like, but she oh wasn't a God. sex symbol, so she never took the off. Hell, she wasn't. No, she was she, fine. Yeah, she. But they never pulled her, put her out there as a sex symbol. Yeah, she was a little classier right. than that. Right, yeah, she was the, the southern hummingbird. Absolutely. So yeah, because absolutely. they couldn't sex her up, she never, she didn't. You know what I'm saying? They, they, it's not that they couldn't. We have to remember that we, we talking about an era where thin women were in mm-hmm. and light skinned women were in, and she was dark. She's right. chocolate. Mm-hmm. Right. But that, but wait. Didn't I say like mad episodes ago? You can't find a dark skinned pop star. You did. You know. You know. You know who is there now? Who? Ari. Ari. She's Zizza. getting there. She's getting she's there. Getting I don't think she's there yet. She's Zizza's getting there. Skinny. And like somebody said recently, she had to change her whole style to mm-hmm. get there. She had to move from natural to synthetic. Yeah, that I'm, I'm, who? You lost man. You talking about Ari or Scissor? Because both of them lost weight. Both of them lost oh, major no, weight. And in regards to colorism, they brown skin. Right. Because yeah. Tweet was chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, we yes. need some more Lupitas. Yes. We do. Absolutely. We definitely need some more Lupitas. But those are the known names, the Chicas, the, you know what I'm saying? But you know what it is when no name and there go right they, there. when they have their opinions, all their shit goes out the door. Because I'll be honest with you. Yeah, no name. No, who's said, they? Because she. Oh, no name right. fucked up. Her. And Azalea. Yeah, fuck don't us. say she. Azalea, she, 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 everybody knows she a nut. She don't even count. <laughs> and that's what pissed me off because I love 1991 EP. She's fire. But her, I think that, again, we have individuals who... They know that you have to be a fire starter to get some attention. And oh. Azalea is a fire starter. Yo. But no name, her opinion. We have to remember where people come from yeah. in mm-hmm. rap, right? Mm-hmm. In rap, there are individuals who live a certain lifestyle and there are individuals who spectated that lifestyle. Mm. So what we see in rap is we see a lot of females Preach. who 
have been raised in functioning households. Mm -hmm. They have never seen the hood before. They are collegiate. They went to um, college. They've never experienced certain things, but they got the artistry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if they went to an art school or whatever to develop this. They got the artistry. Ice Cube. Uh, no Tupac. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Tupac. When yeah. people choose, when people ask me Tupac or Biggie, it's always Biggie. Because nobody's roar. I, There's I, no I, more rule that you could get than that. I fuck. See. Tupac mm. developed himself in, in artistry mm. at an art school. Mm -hmm. He, in essence, is an actor like Drake. Yes. Right? Oh. Drake is an actor. Tupac is an actor, too. Right? Tupac was uh, um, re received by the public well. Yes. Aside from him being raised in, a, in, in or growing in an in a artist environment, right. his mother, you know, she was an um, a activist mm -hmm. herself. Yeah. So he created this narrative in hip hop and people love it. But nobody could do what Biggie did. No. Nobody could do what no. Biggie did. So it's the same. We have females like um, No Name or like the R&B group Oshun. Mm. Where these women have grown up in... They didn't grow up in the hood. Yeah. They wasn't raised. So when they speak on the plate, they're not speaking from a place of experience. It doesn't matter what their skin color is. Yeah. They speaking from a place of spectating. Yeah. Mm. So why would that be valid? That's never going to be valid. Yeah. Speak on it. Yo, listen. You just excited me so much. <laughs> you get really excited when our guests, like... Articulate the same shit you've been thinking. No, because, because you know me, I can't say shit. I'm just like I'll say some fucked up shit because I don't be. But like how you just articulate that shit, I've been thinking that shit for years. And just don't understand. I'm just like, next time I got something to say, she gonna say it for me. He gonna get her on the phone. He gonna be like, nigga, wait, hold on, let me call. Yes, man. Next, tell him what I just no, said. She gonna be his anger translator, yeah. like, uh, fucking like Michael Key. Yeah. He gonna be like. Sit your lily white ass in <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. Because she's absolutely right. But that's yo. a fact. So that no name got her ass sat down. Yeah. Right? J. Cole couldn't sit her down because he had to be a gentleman. Yeah. Men always got to be a gentleman with women. Say nothing. Exactly, yeah. But the public sat her ass down. Yeah. Bitch, you yeah. grown. What are you talking about <laughs> right now? And on top of that, because J. Cole did say something back on a track and they he tried did. to cancel J. Cole because why are you going at a woman? So right. now he got to apologize. Exactly. Now he got to do damage control. Mm. When she was wrong and he was right the entire that's time. Kendrick ain't saying goddamn. Because he a smart he said, man. Me, he said, let me polish my pulse. <laughs> Kendrick is like my man of the Jabari tribe, just up in the mountains, just watching everything go down in Wakanda, not saying a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> we come from the mountains. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Everybody like, yo, J. Cole. They're like, yo, J. Cole gonna have album of the year. I said, not if Kendrick dropped, right? <laughs> Kendrick Listen, come out and drop. I ain't even gonna fuck. The last J. Carr wasn't feeling it. Like it's to me, it's not a um. The off season. What, what I would call a classic. Ooh, right. Nah, it's a classic. I can run from beginning to end without skipping. Nah, any. It's, I don't skip it's not anything. A classic. It's not a classic. The thing about J. Cole, he's an evolving artist. Absolutely. Like, you're going to just keep getting new, right. new, more yeah. material. Absolutely. Same thing with Kendrick, but something should just be more classic. That's just what it is. It's, sorry, it, all of it, yeah. It's just classic. Right. It's, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I wouldn't consider a classic would be Unmastered, but, you know. Those were throwaways to Right, those were throwaways on, on purpose. Yeah. No, those are songs he also, like, performed. And some like, of them are still classic. But he right. should, and that's right. what kind of made me mad because. What the fuck that say? 
<laughs> like that he did that record how he performed it, but when he did Blue Faces, I didn't like it how he did it on Untitled. He should have did it how it was when it was performed. When they were on, yeah, when he was performing. Yeah, when he performed that shit, that shit was just oh my god. But honestly, the thing though that scares me about him is like, what is he about to talk about? Like we have no idea what he's about to be. Because he stays quiet. And he stays quiet until it's time to drop something. Like, Smart. This, man, this man has right. a whole family. This is married. He has a child. Like, what is he about to talk about? Everything. Everything. Yo. And that's Everything. why he says nothing. Oh yep. my god. Because he like he just leaves you anticipating. It's important to stay quiet. Anticipation Thank is you. great. People don't understand the Thank importance you. of silence and the power of silence. I remember when mystique. I was young. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Mystique. My baby father used to say silence speak volumes. Mm. And it does. Mm-hmm. Silence speaks volumes. So it's like I sit down with individuals who only know me on a social media platform. Mm-hmm. And then when we sit down in person, they'd be like, I didn't know you had all of this stuff going <laughs> on. And I'd be like, I party and bullshit online. Mm-hmm. But in real life, I get to it. Yeah. So you're never going to know about what I'm doing until after it's done. Mm-hmm. Big facts. That's Big facts. Oh, uh-huh. shit, man. I mean, listen, I'm just so... Shit, I, I kind of want to just get into it, but fucking, uh, yo, you know, they've been talking about some verses that's coming up. We're getting the oh, um, we're rematch. getting the rematch mm. of Timberland yeah, and Swiss, which I'm I'm happy about. I'm pretty sure they're probably going to play a lot of the same records they did already mm. because those was already hits and classics and shit. But uh, I brought that up because... Now they're talking about the Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not that, Romeo calling. That can't be like real, what the. Bro. First of all, I'm not even thinking about the Romeo because he like getting upset. Uh, like yo, Bow, we need to do this. Like, nigga, you had two records. Yeah, you don't have a catalog. You don't. They gonna play the ICDC ICDC shit. <laughs> hey yo, no, oh, it's time for the Romeo show. Holla, Romeo. <laughs> yo. Like, what is he gonna do? That he got. What's that? What's that? I couldn't, if it wasn't for y'all right now, I couldn't name a single little Romeo song. Listen, I probably listen. know about three. What was the one, <laughs> what was the one where he was speaking Spanish? I definitely don't know that shit. Uh, it's like, uh, all the girls is the girls. Romeo. Like, yo. Like. I mean, at the time, with the age. That was his second. That was. Yeah. It Honestly, was, it but was you can definitely tell he was Bow Wow's doppelganger. Oh, as, yeah. As much credit <laughs> as we give Master P, if it wasn't mystical, I wasn't listening to shit that came off of No Limit. Mm. Really? You wasn't listening to Silk? Neither was I. Nigga, I yo, about? shut <laughs> up. <laughs> what am I shut talking the about? Fuck up. I, no, you're right. Silk I couldn't to... find the beat in the daylight with a flashlight. Yo, man. Yeah. Stop like, it. <laughs> yo, it was mystical. Like, it was P. Like, I can honestly say I probably didn't listen to a full. Uh, it's Snoop. Oh yeah, Snoop. I forgot he had a quick little stint. There, I didn't but. listen. I couldn't listen to a Silk the Shocker album. Did he even come out with a? Yes, he, he did. He did, and I only heard it by default because my yeah. little sister was in love with Silk. <laughs> it, they had, they had his Silk biggest theme. song was that joint that he did, he did with Maya. Moving on. Yep. Well, that was wait. her record, right? That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But that's nah, he had another joint. Nah, he had another record. <laughs> he had another record. Don't please so. Silk did. Silk had a no, hit. He definitely had he one. He did have hit. one hit. Oh, it ain't my fault. fault. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It ain't my fault. So yeah, but Mystical probably had it. Then there was Mia X. Yeah. So yeah, Cash Money. I didn't listen to Mia it. X either. Cash Money definitely had it over. It. But that that's besides the point. Um, 
this whole soldier boy and <laughs> pop wild thing they're like oh yeah it's about to happen truth be told i think this is gonna be good yo i don't know if i'd watch it though soldier boy gonna wash him up I don't mm. know about that. Yeah, all right. I don't, I don't know about that. I know about that. All right. Now, he has... You're absolutely right. He all has, right. I'm not... He got party joint. He got no, party joint. No, 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 no. I ain't going to say no more. Just wait until it don't happens. Don't play soldier. Because remember how I said... Wash, and you wow, agreed. wow, up. You, you said the same thing. You was like, um, with the whole Method Man rapping. I'm like, what Meth going to do when he do this? I completely forgot all about those mm-hmm. feature records that he meth got. Meth or right. Red? I said Red. Oh, he yeah, He said Red, red but he was going for Meth. Nah, Red, like, yeah, Red, Method Red, Man and Red my favorite. Them, they, they was like this on that verse. Yep. So. Absolutely. They should they was, be. He had a classic that. album that wasn't respected, but again. But if you notice, Meth ain't do his albums. He did records that he had with other people. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. Soulja got the same thing. He got a lot of niggas that he produced for that he can play. Mm-hmm. Like, that's another thing. I'm telling you, he's going to wash that boy up. I won't say he washed him. Also, because... you have to think about when Bow Wow released his hottest stuff. Yo, I was, I was in middle school. Shit. I was in middle school. Soldier Boy is more relevant because he's more recent. Yeah, but you got to think when Bow Wow, you got, first off, you got Bounce With Me. Mm-hmm. You got. That'd be where a dog out. That Beware a Dog album was that's a that's mm-hmm. a classic. Is a classic that's album. a classic. That's in the I'll that's like in the hip hop. Yeah, that's I'll, like in the hip hop uh, albums of all time. I will put that in there. Not in number five and nah, ten, it's, but it's in it's there in somewhere. It's, it's in the top hundred. It's in the top. It's in the top hundred. Give a give a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like in the, in the top one hundred. It's probably exactly. like <laughs> it's probably ninety nine. Yeah, I was like yeah, but like yo, that shit was a classic. That shit but was that a classic. Shit, that That's, shit had records. I'm telling y'all, just wait for it. Soldier Boy gonna watch it. It's, it's over Ghetto D. No, you're wilding. <laughs> you're wilding on now. Nah, nah. I just had to go back to No Limit on. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> nah, but yeah, like right. he got features too, though. Listen, he had an album with Omarion. Yes. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? He and, got, when we, and when we were talking about Prince on uh, Facebook, when I was like, uh, yeah. when he dropped uh, the joint that he did with. Um, oh, well, he said, what, what are they going to. He said, what is Soulja Boy. in the remix. Yeah, he said, what is Soulja Boy going to play when Bow Wow drops a jump and jump and remix? I was like, I'll say this. I said, did you forget Soulja Boy has writing credit on that Beyonce song? Right. Mm. And only because she, he just says, that's his. But his he work. still, he, has he still credit. gets paid for he it. He does. He does. It's a couple records Good like that. Him. He got that. But puppy love, puppy love is. Puppy love. Kiss me oh through the God. phone, nigga. Um, Hold me um, down like um, you. Um, the run on sentence. Um, Stop. That was the greatest one. What's on my name? Oh, I never. Had I what's ain't my never name? Had nobody told me. <laughs> Roof motherfucker, the dog came to play. We both 34 right now. Bow Wow's 34? Bow Wow's 34, nigga. I met him when he was little Bow Wow. Yo, she did not just say Shad, yo. Shad definitely 12. 
No, nah, but like, yo, he got he got records. He got records. Man. He got records, and don't forget too, nigga, so so deaf. Mm-hmm. So so deaf is fire. Why I still yeah. feel like Jermaine Dupree. He'll never get one because he's gonna wash everybody. I know. This is true. That's why they're not gonna Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. It would have to be JD versus Diddy. And he would they're not wash doing that. Diddy. No, he, I would. I mean, not wash, but chill. Come on. Yeah, chill. Chill out with that. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me recant. Hold on. I won't say wash. You're bugging. I won't say wash it. Yeah. But I'll, I will, I'll sit on, I'll sit on JD's side though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. I'm on Diddy's side, nigga. First you off, on I'm gonna say one, one thing to you. B I G P O P P A. That's it. He don't nigga. have to play Biggie until like. He don't the last have to play. Really don't. Nigga, he don't have to play Biggie. At all. Yeah. you also he know a, he had a whole remix era. And you, he did. Oh my god. He did. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> he said yeah, he had a whole era. remix like, era. He got tracks that he trash on and they still fire. Yo, this is true. big facts. That's true because he was terrible on that record yeah. with uh N- Nicole uh. She made that record hot though. Like you talking about come to me? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that record. I forgot the name of that shit. That record. <laughs> Even the one with Christina Aguilera. Yeah. You know what I mean? What the fuck you do with Christina Aguilera? Um, tell me. Um, tell that record me. was fire. Tell me it was fire. Again, I forgot that he was on. But I also think I with, Dirty Money. Oh my. Yeah. For me with JD, it's just because I think that most people don't realize. Like what he, yeah, a lot of know, people don't know what he's doing. That's do why, know. like, I sit, like, I, I want to sit with him just so, like, people could be like, "Yo, I ain't know." Him. I'm like, "Yo, nah, JD." I get you. <laughs> JD mm-hmm. got. I get you. We, I know, like, Diddy hey, got hits. I'm not like it's just like the people don't is, understand. Like, JD been here. Like, I mean, me and Love know you can't fly into Atlanta without seeing the so-so death sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. To Atlanta, right? Facts. But also, too, you gotta also remember. Yes. He has a lot of records, but there's a lot of artists from the South. Diddy got records with everybody. Every genre. Every genre. Like, everybody. He did one of Usher's, I honestly think one of one of my favorite Usher records ever, which was um, when he was younger. Um, think of You. Oh, that was off the line. Yeah, it was called uh, Usher. It was yeah, self-titled Usher. Yeah, mm-hmm. Smile again. Yeah, my favorite. So, yeah, this versus is. I'm I'm looking for the one on Sunday. I'm definitely looking forward to this uh, Soldier Boy. Uh, oh, so Swiss and, and Tim is Sunday. That's Sunday. Okay, yeah, it's word. tomorrow, isn't it? Tomorrow. Word. So by the time y'all hear this, is it, it's happened already. So, but um, moving on. Yeah, we're gonna get into our interview with the guest. Because you've been doing a lot of things lately. I have. But I, have. I want to. I want you to. Before we get into what you've been doing, I want you to explain something to the to the the listeners and to uh, some of us in the room. Because somebody a- he asked me, "What is a doula?" And oh, I, was I looked like, it up. I looked it up. But I still want her <laughs> to explain it. Yes. Because he was like, right. "What's a doula?" And I was like, "She can explain it better than I can." Mm-hmm. So a doula, spe- the word specifically is uh, the translation loosely means a woman who serves. Yes. So this is why my business as a doula doesn't just encompass birthing services, but also encompasses all of the services that I give out because my love language is servitude. This is what I do. I serve my community. Mm. 
a birth doula supports women birthing people families during pregnancy childbirth and thereafter i'm also a deaf doula a deaf doula supports individuals in end-of-life care and bereavement and estate planning so an issue that we have in our community is we see all too often individuals taking up collection for funerals right because nobody plans for their estate. Right, mm-hmm. right. I have brothers that I know from North Carolina who work in um, land acquisition. Because there are so many people who don't know that they own land from their ancestors mm-hmm. down south. Hmm. Because people don't leave this behind in writing. Right. Right. We don't plan. We know the only thing in life that is promised is death. death. Yeah. So we and people still it. don't plan for it. Yeah. The reason I became a deaf doula is because my mother passed away last year around this time. And uh, my mother's been talking about us, talking to, about death to us since we were little girls. This is a normal conversation in our family. Mm-hmm. And in most families, it's taboo. Most families shy away from the conversation of death because there's so much fear around it. But there's nothing to fear about death. So, um, yes, that is what I do as a doula. I can agree with that because my mom does the same thing. Like... She, she prepares us for her death because my father didn't do the same thing when it t- when it was time for him to come or to go rather. Um, it was like she's like, look, you don't guys, you guys don't have to do anything. This paperwork is already done. Here's like, here's where it's at. Right. Here's who's in charge of it. Exactly. And this is where everything is going to be allocated. Exactly. So there's no confusion. What we see a lot is we see individuals fight over yeah. estates, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that shit is is corny. It's mm-hmm. trash. It's yo. petty as fuck. It's definitely trash. And then you like. This is how this is the real you? Like that this, this family's apart. This is who you are? I don't even want none of it. Right. right. Have that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? When my mother passed away, she's we we've been talking about this for so long that it was already understood. And even though I knew it was understood, I still had a little concern. What if somebody has a difference in opinion? Mm-hmm. But it was all understood. My sisters already knew my mother wanted to be cremated. My sisters already knew my mother left me in charge of everything because she knew that I could handle it properly. So there was no confusion. We all accommodated each other and it was so peaceful, such mm-hmm. a peaceful transition. That doesn't happen that often. Yeah. More often than not, you see people bicker, they fight, they fall out, all mm-hmm. kinds of crazy stuff goes on behind somebody's death when it shouldn't be like that. It used to be fish fries and collection uh, mm-hmm. buckets at the corner store and now it's GoFundMes. Right. Right? And it doesn't matter, right? We come we come together as a collective. Why are people not preparing themselves for this? When people talk about breaking generational curses and they talk about, um, you know, building wealth, maintaining their legacy, this is how you do it. This mm-hmm. is how you ensure your legacy mm-hmm. is you make sure that your kids are set up and that everybody knows. What are your last wishes? DMX was on life support, mm-hmm. right? Right. What if he had a medical directive that said, if I ever fall into a vegetative state, take me off of life support immediately. I don't want that. I don't want to live like that. And Mm -hmm. even if y'all revive me, I don't want to be a vegetable. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But if you don't leave that behind, then you have a whole family bickering from an emotional point of view about what they want done. Right, yeah. Right? And then you might be alive in the world. Not even think about what Big Mama wants. Listen. Like, like you see it in in movies and shit all the time. Like somebody be in a wheelchair, like kill me. Yeah, like do it. Listen, (laughs) take me. Let me go. I'm tired. Honestly, Can you see me? Yeah. See you? Me. See yeah. me? Nigga. Yeah, it's um, 
it's definitely it's definitely something where that's that's hard to deal with. You know what I mean? And it's a selfish point. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's extremely selfish because you don't want four, you don't want to let him go. Yeah, it's been four years since I lost my grandmother, and I still deal with it mm-hmm. to this point. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's said, it's never ending. It's not because I still have family members that don't talk to each other over my grandmother's passing. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters do not talk to each other. Instead of thinking about grandma died. I probably didn't even get to appreciate her fully because she probably took so 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 great of care of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like nah, let me be a better person, mm-hmm. right? No, despite the family members that I might have beef with, everybody thought because I'm Latif know me best out mm-hmm. of anybody in this room. People view me as being aggressive, mm-hmm. right? But really, I'm not. I'm a nurturer, and I just don't play that shit at all, right? So everybody <laughs> is like. Thinking that I'm going to bug out because my mother got family members that she beefed with. Yeah. Her brothers, her sisters, she didn't beef with her them. They beefed with her. Right. And brothers, sisters, cousins who really shat on her before she passed. And they like, oh, thinking, oh, just not going to let her, let them come to the funeral. That's not my place. Right. That's between them, her, and whoever they believe in. That's right. it. Right. They got to take that up with them. That ain't yeah. my place. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna handle this with grace, like I should Absolutely. handle this. Be you feel me? Absolutely. So, you know, um, when I started having these conversations, I was interviewed on a different podcast, Six Figure Chicker of uh, Six Figure Chick podcast. Mm. And the woman, um, her name is Cherie uh McGriff Duff Duff McGriff. I can't think of her name, forgive me. Cherie, she um is a six-figure earner who empowers other black and brown sisters to be six and seven-figure earners also. Mm-hmm. So while she's interviewing me at this on this podcast, she's telling me that there's a general consensus in the black community as individuals evolve themselves and attain wealth, not become rich, attain wealth, that they still don't plan for their estate because this is something that was never taught to them. Mm. So generational wealth ends there. It stops when you die if you don't create a plan. But mm-hmm. afterwards, who's supposed to know where these funds are allocated? Exactly. I wouldn't trust a lawyer. <clears throat> if it's not in writing, then who knows what? Listen. Yeah. And even if you if somebody says something to you directly, at that point, it's just hearsay because it's not yeah. in writing. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So it's like, it's still going to be battles. It's still going to be arguments. They're still going to take you to court unless you have your last will and testament. Absolutely. My mom been teaching me about this for a while. My mom, if Mother's Day, me and my mom kind of visit her and she sat me down. She was like, so, I already know I want to be cremated. Like, mm-hmm. how much is in the life insurance policy? Mm-hmm. She was like, you're the sole benefactor. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was like, she's her boyfriend. She was like, he's on here just because he knows the area and what bank to go to. She mm-hmm. was like, but if something happens, you come down, y'all get it. Your, your name is on this. Boom. My dad, same thing. He was like, you know, if I go, this house is yours. Same like, thing so with my mom. So now, if if they <clears throat> if y'all didn't have that conversation and they didn't have this stuff in writing, the process that you have to go through yeah. is that's, it's extreme. Horrible. 
Right. Horrible. You have to go to probate, probate court. Yep. You have to put out a, a advertisement in a newspaper. Yeah. You have to go through so many steps to do this without that paperwork. Mm-hmm. It becomes a headache, and a lot of people just leave it alone because they're dealing with their grief simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with your grief, you don't want to have to worry about anything else. Right. And when you're dealing with your grief, that's when people want to take advantage of you, too. Absolutely. Right. But she, yeah, that, that conversation, it needs to be had. And- like I said, it, it always was crazy to me to see like the GoFundMe and stuff because I'm like, yo, my parents ain't out here. Like we've had death in the family, but we've never had a GoFundMe for mm-hmm. because everybody's mm-hmm. Everybody, life insurance. Yeah, yeah. Life yo, insurance my mother told us, set. don't you ever take a collection. Mm-hmm. She was a proud woman. Yeah. Don't you ask? No, she used to say this all the time. Don't you ask anybody for a quarter. Mm. And yeah. you know what happened? My mother stopped paying her life insurance policy six months before she died, and me and my wow. sister had to pay out for for their funeral out of pocket. Shit. We was we was gonna hold true to what she said. Yeah. Don't take up no collection for us. And me and my sister had to pay out of pocket cash money for a Fuck. funeral. That ain't no that ain't cheap. No, it's not. So now we think about DMX just passed, right? We we started this mm-hmm. podcast talking about him. Mm-hmm. They just estimated his 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 worth at a million dollars. Less than less this man is worth way more than a million dollars. Out of it. You know how many children he got? Right. That's nothing yeah. for each of them. But yeah. that that's a big part of why Swiss was so angry at the uh memorial service. Because he was like, people have been doing nothing but taking from DMX mm. his entire career. And he's such a given individual. Right. right. And that's why like he was like, he got up there, he was you could tell, like you said he was angry mm-hmm. because there was stuff going on behind the scenes mm. that he didn't want to talk about mm. publicly. He's like, yo. <clears throat> A lot of people here at this memorial service they ain't here for him. They're here for because of what they can get from him. You know what I'm saying? So and they're here because they entertained also. Right, right. So it's it's a lot of that in real life too. Like you ain't really here because you care about Big Mama or you know Granddad. Like mm-hmm. you're here to see okay, okay, what can I get? I'm showing up yeah. to the house after repass. Let's go through the house and see what I can yeah. take. Listen. Yeah. You know how the people do that? Yeah. Scavenge. Scavengers. Literally scavenge the person's property to like. You going to take this? I'll take this. Listen. Yo, my, my, my people's, I've seen it happen. My people had to do like a. a <laughs> <laughs> my dad had to do a quick down and back to Maryland when our great grandmother passed. And that property was still there because it was like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, good. As they should. And even when my dad's stepfather passed, like all of his, uh, like his three and his brother, property. It was like, it's, it's, it's a good thing to know what you're leaving behind and having a plan. It's pertinent, even yeah. if you think you don't have anything. Right, right. I've, I've been a mother since I was um 16 years old. I had a living will since I was 23. Oh, shit. Because I have kids. Yeah. 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 What happens if I pass away? Where are my kids going? Who taking care of them? Mm-hmm. Are they going to be fit? Are they going to raise them like I would raise them? Mm-hmm. Like, I need to make a directive about yeah. where what's going to happen and what I would like to happen. Instead of people figuring that shit out on their own once I'm gone and can't have no input on that. Yeah. Mm. Now, and I don't want to shy from what you're talking no, about because right. this is this is some real shit, and I ain't gonna lie, it's it's, it's real fucking. Yeah, I know. Right I can see. I can see. Uh, <laughs> um, but I remember you saying earlier you're from Chi Town. 
So I was born in Chicago. Okay. My mother came over here when we were really young. Yeah. And um, New Haven raised me. Okay, so so okay, so you were born in Chicago. Because I saw that and it said like Chicago. I'm like, oh shit, that's a that's a huge move. It is a huge move. Like that's that's. My know. mother moved from Puerto Rico to Chicago when she was 15. Mm-hmm. She ripped and she ran for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then when she had me, she moved to Connecticut to settle mm-hmm. down. Um, if people think, and I'm not going to minimize Connecticut. Yeah. But if people think it's bad out here. <laughs> my mother left from out there right. out here to give us a better life. So that tells you a lot. Yes. Right. Yeah. That tells you a lot. Absolutely. Wow. It's something it's something that's inescapable. Like you yeah. can't avoid that out there. Here you no, can at yeah. least avoid it. Do you have any um roots in Chicago right now? Absolutely. My father is still out there and, okay. and, and my father's entire family is still out there. Probably right, right. actually in the same housing projects from when I was Jeez. when I grew up. Wow. Um a lot of my family and not like blood family but the family that adopted my mother when yeah, she came yeah, up yeah. my mother came up as an orphan mm-hmm. and um naturally as we see in our communities more often than not and she gravitated towards the gang life mm. because that's that yeah was a, that was a that's family natural, yeah. it was a surrogate family so my mother came uh retired from, uh, from banging queen latin, latin kings in, in, in chicago to come to connecticut wow. to settle down and have a life with her kids mm. wow that's real shit right there I like Chicago. I've been to Chicago a few times. Chicago is beautiful. And it has Chicago's like food. a clean New York, to be honest. Great food. And they have the best pizza. I don't care what anybody great says. Great food. I love deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza that's is the best Sonya, pizza. Nigga. nigga, that's no, <laughs> nigga. That's pizza, nigga. Pizza, <laughs> that's nigga. That's a fucking casserole. That's, that's pizza pie. Nigga. That's pizza pie that's for real. Giordano's. Big facts, though. Giordano's. Nigga, I'm telling you. I love deep dish, and that's because I'm greedy. No, nah, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> it goes Chicago, New Haven, um, Bridgeport, then New York to me, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say New Haven, Chicago, New York. You think New Haven pizza is better than Absolutely. Chicago? Absolutely. Listen. Yeah. I like a good thin crust. A lot of people don't know this, but there was a spot in Fairhaven right off of Grand Avenue and Fairy Street called Gigi's Pizza. They had mm. the best pizza ever. But Connecticut, I will say, New Haven has the best pizza hands down. Yeah. I love deep dish, though. So, Chicago. Yeah. Look, you Google any, you know, countdown of the best pizza in the United States. New Haven comes New Haven always pops up in the top five. I think they got that in the Library of Congress. Well, that's good, yo, because honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I think New New York pizza is trash. It really is. It's trash. It just be big. Exactly. It's just mad big. It's the size. Right. Because it's a big city. Brooklyn, New Haven. Brooklyn pizza. In in Brooklyn, the pizza in Brooklyn is really good. I'm People just lie. know New York. That's why. Yeah, yeah. But um, so, yeah. So yeah, so so from Chicago to New Haven, that's 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 a huge move. New Haven is the real home, though. Like mm-hmm. New Haven is where I was raised at. New Haven is where I have a love hate relationship. The Traderville, neither. The hill. Oh, oh, the hill. Absolutely. Okay. okay. I'm a hill baby. Okay. So um. Four times for the hood. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, New Haven, I have a love-hate relationship because it's where I've experienced all my trauma, yeah. but it's where my community is. Right. So, like, I moved away to Virginia for maybe four years, mm. and I didn't feel comfortable doing the community work out there. Mm. And not because I have an issue doing, like, doing community work somewhere, versus, but New Haven is home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The community members are my people. Right. I understand what they're going through, so it's better. I'm better able to serve them. Yeah. Versus being somewhere where I don't know anybody and anything, and I'm just coming with my toolbox. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So New Haven is home. I love New okay. Haven. What part of Virginia were you in? I was first. I was in the country, country. Y'all probably don't even know this, this, um, this uh town, but it's called Goochland. I've never been to that Virginia. Sound, I've heard of it. That sounds a little country. I've, I've heard of it, but it definitely sounds. When I say Goochland is country, Goochland is where the federal prisons are at. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Goochland is nothing but acres and farmland, cows and horses. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. It was nice. For a while, this is where this is where this is a place you go and retire. Right, yeah. right. It was peace. You were looking for peace, this is where you go. Yeah, but then yeah. I needed some excitement in my life, so I moved down to Virginia Beach. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I got family out in Raleigh and Richmond. No, not said Raleigh, Richmond, and um, Norfolk. Okay, so yeah, I love Norfolk and Richmond. It, Goochland is in Richmond County. Okay. Mm. Okay. My mom's yeah. from Danville. Danville. Just yep. Outside of Green. Yep. Mm. Good low country. Yeah. I, I love Virginia. I'm my favorite seafood restaurant is in Virginia Beach. Yeah. I always said if I didn't move like back down to Atlanta, I'd probably go to Virginia. Virginia is beautiful because, like, while some um, Commonwealth states are not beneficial to like beneficial to the people, mm-hmm. Virginia is, and because Virginia is a military state, the money that they pump into Virginia, the, the people get it because most of the people are military, um, you know, active military personnel, right? And they want to be able to give their children a good education and all of that stuff. So even the public school systems are great. Mm. Versus up here, the public school systems are shit. Right. In 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 um elementary school down there, my kids is getting chicken and waffles for breakfast, mm. biscuits and gravy. You know, like they food. not li- food. Actual food. Right. You heard? Yeah. They not getting cereal and muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever thought of it, it was an idea to just give a kid a fucking muffin and think he's gonna be okay <laughs> for the for, till, till, lunch. till lunchtime and be able to focus. Right. Pizza and milk ain't. Literally. Cheeseburgers Yo, and milk didn't make sense. <laughs> right. Cheeseburger and, Cheeseburger and milk pizza. Cheeseburgers oh, and chocolate milk. What Kids we, being what we do out here, nigga. What we do? But um <laughs> I did see you recently performing for the last poets too. Yes, that was a blessing. Let's talk about that for a second. How how did that come about? All right. So first of all, the power of manifestation is real. Mm-hmm. Whether people believe in it or not you know that's on them but um four years ago i manifested this okay and four years later it came into fruition so a lot of people will see me um from my start in poets realm to now and Mm -hmm. be like yo you know you just started doing this doesn't matter I did not just start doing right. This. Yeah, people just think that because right. you just, is, start, they just start you started coming around. Me do this. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I have been writing for twenty years. I have been published since I was nine years old. What? And I didn't start in Connecticut. I started in New York. Mm. Yo, you got you, you writing a book? It's, I am writing okay. multiple books. Okay, just making sure. You got so movie. Um, just, we need a memoir. Word. <laughs> the memoir is my mother's. Okay. Mm. Um, and the book is not even on myself. Like the the book is on transmutation. Mm. Because okay. A lot of people, a lot of the books that are out there on transmutation, are dense. It's language that's difficult to understand. So you're writing it in layman's terms. I'm writing it in the most. How do you turn a negative into a positive? Direct, straightforward. Okay. Mm. How can people take this step by step and be able to follow this without being a fucking philosopher? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Four years ago, 
I came back here. Mm. I was not happy to be back here. <laughs> I was in Virginia. I was living my best life. Mm -hmm. And I used to bicycle seven miles a day. Mm. Somebody ate a red light, hit me off my bike, left me with some nerve damage on my right side, and I still had a hip baby. Mm -hmm. So I had to come back home for support. Mm -hmm. And I came back here with a chip on my shoulder. I was upset. What? Because Connecticut feels like it has a dark cloud over it. And it, sure does. And it does. Sure does. It Crabbing does. in a barrel state. Sorry. It's not just that. The history is rich in so many different ways, like what we was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And um, I was angry as fuck. Like, what the fuck am I doing back here? You leave, you leave home to not come back. Mm. And here I am, back home. Like, what am I doing here? And I ended up finding my footing in community organizing and advocacy. And um, so I'm moving out of my spot into where I'm at right now. And I spent all weekend moving. And I'm beat because I moved by myself. It's just me and one of my homeboys. That's it. And I tell my mother I want to go to the New York Ricans. And my mother is, at that time, she's never supportive of my enjoyment and my happiness. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, ain't you going to da 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 And I'm like, no. And it's just so odd that she's pushing me, propelling me to go. And I'm like, it's late. My body's sore. I'm going to miss the open mic list. Like, And I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go by myself. I want company. And she's like, you should just go and have a good time. And I'm like, Lord, this must be a sign. Yep. My mother pushing me to go have fun. Mm -hmm. Let me go. Let me go. And I was right. I was lonely. I missed the open mic list. I was angry. So I walk in the New Yorkans. They, I can't get on the open mic. So I'm like, just enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the enjoy the enjoy the show enjoy the other people you you didn't just come to get your shit off you came to watch other people too mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i go to the bar and i like hard liquor i like whiskey straight up no chaser no ice nothing so i go to the bar and i'm like let me get let me get a shot of henny and they like oh we only do wine and draft beers i'm like oh. <laughs> i'm like i need to go home right now <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Y'all just killed my vibe. Draft beer. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this gonna do for me? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm angry now. Now I'm back fuming. I'm like, I'm gonna go upstairs to the bathroom. I'm gonna roll a blunt and I'm gonna go back to the train station. <laughs> Yo, if anybody's been to the New Yorkers, they know how tight it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's two floors, and on a good night, it is packed. When they say like sardines, it is packed. And it was packed. It was one of those nights. And I'm trying to squeeze by, like, excuse me, pardon me. I'm trying to get upstairs, go roll my blunt so I can get up out of here. And I'm telling this dude, I'm like, yo, excuse me. And he he does like this. And I'm like, yo, you see how big I am? Like, fuck this shit. Boom. So I just push through them. <laughs> and they all look at me like, what the fuck? So I go outside. I smoke my blunt. I'm going to go walk to the train station. And the dude comes out that I bumped into. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you beautiful. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And I keep it pushing. And he's like, no, what's your name? Like, what are you here for? So we start talking. He's a Grammy Award winning artist. Mm. His boy is a Grammy Award winning artist. The other nigga he with is a choreographer, a, a top tier choreographer. He's choreographed for Janet, for so mm. many people. Mm. And they like, you want to 
rock out with us tonight? And I'm like, absolutely. So what I thought I was going for, I ended up doing something else. Mm -hmm. So now he ends up putting me in positions, right? Mm -hmm. He hears my lyricism. He's like, yo, we want to support you. So they, the first thing I ever do is they put me on a radio show. Mm. And I'm on a radio show actually with the host of the New York Poets Cafe. Her name is Bruja. Okay. So it's me, it's Bruja, and the radio show is called Existence to Resistance. It's a, Pallas, a Palestinian sister named Her um, Herabic Tubman. So after the show, the brother is telling me, like, yo, you know, Abiel Doon, who is the only living, original living member for the last poets, yep. he, he does an open mic in his living room every week. So I'm like, at the, you know, it's just my passion. It's a hobby. Right. So I'm like, yo, my only goal as a poet is to sit in Abio Dune's living room and spit for him. This is my only goal four years ago. Four years later, again, a lot of people view this virtual, the paradigm shift of us being in this virtual reality as a negative. No. But when you know how to capitalize off right. everything, you could turn anything into a positive. And even though I miss performing in person, Virtually, I'm able to reach masses that I would never be able exactly. to reach otherwise. Exactly. So now people from overseas are seeing me. People from California can see me. So Abi Odun turned his living room into a virtual event. So now he gets to see me. Right now Ooh. I get my goal. I get to sit in his living room virtually right. and participate. Right. So every year they have a tribute, I believe, to the last poets. And this year... The Universal Hip Hop Museum hosted it. They had their groundbreaking day, which they're kind of revealing. Yo, when I tell you, if y'all go see, if y'all stop at the spot mm -hmm. where it's at, they have a virtual tour of what the what the museum is going to look like when it's done in 2024. This shit is amazing. They're going to have a hydraulic classic. <laughs> it's When I say it's amazing, it's pure hip hop and it's big and it's state of the art. Mm. So they were having their groundbreaking day just to have like to, to bring notice to it. This is this hip hop is going to be here in a home of hip hop. And before we talking about Sedgwick Avenue, the last poets spit a level of lyricism which evolved into hip hop before mm -hmm. Boom Bap. Mm -hmm. Before these hip hops that evolved into what we have today, the last poets did this first 50 years ago. That you can see. So... They picked five performers to come, pay tribute, pay honor and homage to them. And I, I just so happened to be one of the five. So it was a beautiful, beautiful uh, opportunity. And y'all know I fucked that shit up. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not listen, go and fuck that shit up. Listen. Yo, what I do love about you, and I'm just going to give you your flowers real quick. That's why she's like, here. Yeah, like what I do love about you is you're just so cold. Like, not cold as in cold heart. Mm -hmm. like, you're just so cold, like, how you just handle shit and how you just articulate things and just, you let niggas know. Like, I, I look forward to when you be on your lives. I, I tune in <laughs> when I can. If I'm working, yeah. whatever, I tune in when I can. And then when you tell your little stories about how when you be going on dates and stuff like that, like, <laughs> I find that shit so cool because it's just like, yo, she just seems like the coolest person to hang out with and just laugh and joke and just, like, she's just so real. Like That's you know what, what I was about to say. Like, like it's just so real. In the <laughs> essence of giving Yex her flowers, like, Yex is, like, the, one of the realest people you can have in your circle. <laughs> right. Like, 
Because right. like she'll be cool with you and nurturing and all that other shit like she was saying, but when you wrong about some shit, I she gonna call you and you. check you out. Yeah, like yeah, like because she's hit me up like yo, you was real fucked up about that shit. You <laughs> like <laughs> immediately, yo, and, that's, and that's and that's what I like because it's like yo, like I know for a fact. You will make a lot of motherfuckers I chill with uncomfortable. I love that <laughs> nah, Big shit. facts, though. Big, big Because they just like, yo, like, yeah, nah, she got just... <laughs> like, just think that's cool. Nah, I, and I love that. I want women to speak up more. You know what I'm saying? I want women to just be able to just say what they want to say and just, like, it, it's not a problem. This, this has been me. Right. For as long as I can, my memory recalls, I have been this way. Yeah. And the only thing that allows me to be this way. You going in, by the way. Because he is. I wanted to shout him out. You going in, by the way, right now. <laughs> he is, though. The only thing that allows me to be this is that I have always listened to my inner self since mm-hmm. I was a child. I have never let outside voices influence my identity, ever. My mother actually used to berate me a lot because mm-hmm. she's a white Latina and I'm her only colored child. Mm-hmm. So. People don't speak on that. It's big facts. Absolutely. They don't speak on that. This is closeted racism, <laughs> yeah. right? Where we have to grow up in a household where my mother used to be like, we used to come in the house and in Spanish she would say, a pesa como mono. Like she would tell us that we smelled like monkeys. Mm. And it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. You have a black daughter. Yeah. What do you mean I smell like a monkey? I yeah. actually smell like any other human being who right. sweats when they go outside right, and right, plays. Right, right, right. So it's like, and I, I love my mother to death. My mother was amazing. She was a but she was human, just like everybody else. You feel me? These are the conversations that we need to have. Yeah. And aside from that, the only other thing that allows me to be that way is me checking myself. Mm-hmm. I have a high level of self accountability. Yeah. Anytime that I speak to some somebody calls me, asks me for advice, while I'm giving them advice, I'm like, do are you, do you practice this shit? <laughs> Actually, nah. <laughs> You gonna have to rectify that. <laughs> you can't talk about this shit if you're not practicing this shit. Yeah. So this me, I, I can call myself a hypocrite out loud. Yeah. You feel me? Only I, real people can. Yeah, and you have to be able to do that. Right. So the individuals that I check, they either hate me mm-hmm. or they love me. They don't even hate me. They hate to love me. Or they love me. <laughs> <laughs> or they love to hate you. Right. right. And that's it. <laughs> and that's it. So there's individuals like Latif, for instance. Or like influence where I've had hard conversations with and you ha- you should have hard conversations with the people that you closest to. Right. Mm-hmm. If everything is smooth and easy, that shit is fake. Yeah. Big facts. Where you have hard conversations with and the respect is still there and the admiration is still there. And <laughs> you should be able all to. All the time. Me and him go at it all the we time. We go Listen. all the time. And I love this brother. <laughs> and you know what? And I'm, 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 I'm some real shit like not to take off of you. Like nah. I'm gonna give him his flowers because it's like you made me a better man, bro. Like you really did. What are we supposed like, to do? I used to be on some straight My bullshit. Brother, brother, <laughs> straight brother, bullshit. And like, I love Latif because I think Latif is a great epitome of what I look at as a man. Man, right? That. Is that you don't have to be a street nigga, a gangster, a hood nigga, whatever you call it, to be a man. Yeah. And society has created this archetype that makes you, as men, feel like you have to fit into this. Mm-hmm. And when you got up on stage and you like, I was raised by Panthers. You're not going to tell me what a man is. I know what a real man is. And to be able to stand on that and talk that shit still, like... Thank you. Thank absolutely. You. Listen, man. <laughs> shit. <laughs> nah, but that's that's a big part of being a man. Yeah. It's like, it's like you said, like, being a friend, like, to anybody, like, you got to be able to call somebody out. Like, yo, 
I call you out. I've called yeah. him out. He's yeah. called me out. Yeah. <laughs> We've called each <laughs> other. On a regular basis. You have we call to. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to be able to receive that. Right. So sisters will call me for advice a lot. And I'll be like, this is a rhetorical question. Because I don't even... Because I don't... I don't pussyfoot. They'll call me and they'll call me for advice and I'll be like, you want me to be nice or you want the truth? Thanks. And they be like, you know what we call you for? I call, I call, I call you. All you right. give it to me straight. You, you said it. You asked for it. Boom, boom, boom. You're wrong. You're fucked up. That nigga wasn't wrong, actually. You're toxic. <laughs> You feel uh, me? Yeah. People have called me for advice, and I had them in tears by the end of the conversation. Listen. But then, then they called me back weeks later, like, nah, Thank you was right. You, you was right. Yeah. yeah. Like, look, what you want me to do? Like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, I'm, like you said, I'm not going to pussyfoot around this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold your in. Like, you was you was dead ass wrong. I'm mm-hmm. not going to co sign your behavior just because you my people's. When people be like, that's my brother, I'm going to hold him down forever. Nope. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, I am. Yeah. But I'm also not going to put myself in no wild-ass situation when I know my brother was wrong. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that plenty of times. But you know what? Most of us in our past, we've all done it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then you realize, why the fuck did I enable that shit? Yep. Because yeah. this happened was partially my fault. Yeah, I'm, and I'm working on, like, you know, with my, my real ignorance. <laughs> you know, I'm like letting them know, like, listen, yo, like, we got to be a little better than this. Like, what you, mean? you know, like, because I ain't gonna lie, I, I, I used to be like a fuck. You, you like, need balance, out. though. Like, I used to wild out. Like, I used to be wild. Three cuts in the eyebrow, trying to wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used <laughs> to be wild. And I think, you know, somewhere in life, it knew I was getting a little too wild. Because they came back in my life. And it sat you down. And it chilled me out. Yeah. It got me right. You know what I'm saying? And then when I'm around certain motherfuckers, I speak my mind like, nah, yo, you bugging. Like, you need to do it like this, this, and that. What you mean, this and that? No, no, no. And I get that from the, the shit I hear from here because that's really how I feel. But being with, I've always been the, the young dude in the crowd. That's, that's always been me mm-hmm. with the older heads. I speak my mind like, for real, for real. And that's honestly because of yeah, I've been around because other times I'd be like, yeah, nah, you right, you right, nah, you right, nah. <laughs> nah, no more, like, nigga, no. I recall one time, like, it was me, you, and somebody else chilling on your porch. I ain't gonna name names or nothing, or yeah. even talk about what we was, I what know the exactly what was. you're talking about, because this was like a year ago. this nigga ago. was giving you advice, and you was like, yeah, 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 and I was waiting until he left. I said, you really about to listen to this nigga? Like, I yeah. sat here, I sat there silently yeah. while yeah. y'all was going back and forth, but as soon as he walked away... You really about to listen to that nigga? And the mm. sad thing is, I did, and it almost <laughs> turned into some real bad shit. So now, and then I decided to listen to what he said <laughs> to where it didn't become some bad shit. So now, think about that that, that advice, right? And that person's not even in my life anymore, by the way. See what but I'm he is. Uh, but he is. It's a it's a it's a um skill to be able to give and receive feedback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the studio for the first time ever. And I'm with these brothers who are some of the top tier lyricists in the state of Connecticut. I'm not sure if y'all familiar with Phoenix, FNX. Yes, yes. Phoenix yep. is amazing. I'm with Phoenix. I'm with T. Sawyer. I'm with a few fire-ass brothers, right? So now they do a collab together. It's T. Sawyer, FNX, and Kimbata. Mm. They do a collab together. So I'm saying, I'm like, let me play the back. I'm a female. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to, you know, be the be that, be that, be that female in the room. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let me shut the fuck up and mind my business. They ain't, they ain't bring me here to be an analyst. They brought right. me, my nigga brought me here to chill. And 
somebody man's come in the room and he's he's gaudy and he's flamboyant. Oh god. So FNX lays his verse and then he come out and he like, yo, how was that? How was that? So everybody was like, great, great, great. And the nigga, I'm a listener, I got an ear for music. The dude is like, man, I don't like that. All right. What you don't like about right. it. I don't know. I just don't like it. Like, that ain't it. You need to hit the drawing board with that. So FNX hit the drawing board. He writes, he, he go back, he write, he lay another verse. He come out, the dude is gone. He go, how that? I'm like, yo, I don't know who that was, but that nigga's a hater. Yeah. All yeah. right. Can I speak real quick? Yeah, go ahead, shorty. That nigga's a hater. That's your friend? That nigga's a, when they say keep, keep, keep your friends close, but your enemies yeah. closer, that nigga is an enemy. You heard me? And he couldn't even tell you what about, if you're going to give somebody feedback, what about it you don't like? Right. And what can they do to change it to make it better? Mm -hmm. Right? He ain't have none of that for you. He couldn't remember where he dropped his line at. I'm telling you, this is exactly where you changed the line at this right here. Go back to the first verse that you had. Mm -hmm. And that's the verse he ended up laying. Like, when you find yourself in a position where you co-signing niggas just because you respect them or just because they your people's, you're going to find yourself following a trail that is not authentic to you. Mm -hmm. You can only, the only way life is going to reward you fully is if you be yourself fully. Mm -hmm. And when you listen to other people, outside voices, you're never going to be yourself fully. You do have to listen to individuals with discretion to the degree right. where we're talking about like perspective. and. But when you when you just follow niggas because you respect them and you like. You got to use yeah. discernment. Yeah. When, when certain advice comes through, you just got to know how to filter certain shit out. Like, am yeah. I doing this because he my man's or? Right. Yeah. I'm doing this because it's valid. Right. Like with my cousin, I told him one time because like, you know, this is now everybody doing the auto tune and shit. Like, and I loved his record. I'm actually playing <laughs> one of his records today for the last call. And I love his records. And then he played his record. I was like, I was like the nigga. <laughs> And the boondocks, so he's like, oh, so you doing the auto-tune thing now? <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then that was like his thing, but this one ain't got it. And I'm like, yo, this is what I want. I want this type of model. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. I mean, but you're right. You, you I had a situation right. like that, too. Like, I've been writing poetry for years, too. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had somebody in my circle. You know what I'm saying? It was like, nigga, you trash. <laughs> like, because I, I remember we was in the car one day. I was like, yeah, you know, one of these days I'm going to go to Poets Realm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to finally spit some shit around some people. Because I would just only spit around my friends or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, nigga, don't go there and fucking embarrass yourself oh like that. Oh, my goodness. Is that who I think it is? You, Yeah, you know. Okay. He's still your friend? No, no. no. Hell no. <laughs> but he still is. No, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I believe <laughs> But he was like, nigga. Mike's is hot. Yeah. Right. He was like, don't go there, go out there and embarrass yourself like that. Nigga, you're trash. Like, look at me now. Yeah. Like, I may not be like on Yex levels with with yeah. the last poets, but I'm you're like, amazing. I got respect among my peers, and that's yeah. all I need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got, you know, when I'm getting respect from people like Yex and influence, I'm like, that's all I ever wanted. Yeah. And that's all I needed. Yeah. Like I I knew I had it. Mm -hmm. But I let somebody else tell me that I didn't. Mm -hmm. And then when I severed ties with that person and went out and did what I always wanted to do, I was in rooms that I wanted to be in all this right. time. Right. Mm. You're absolutely right about that shit. 
That's so why, you, yeah, you gotta you gotta move to the beat to your own drum, but you gotta know when it that snare is a little <laughs> off. Yep. You gotta make yep. sure that snare is a little tighter. Yep. Right. Listen to that tightness to get that right. Absolutely. That's a good analogy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Real that, quick. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, freestyle. Look at you. Here with it. You here? Look at you. Right off the dome piece. Yeah, right man. Right off the forehead. It'd be like that, because you know, I I had the problem of like uh little brother syndrome. Mm. Where it's like my older ones tell me this is how it's supposed to be. This is supposed to be, but then it's like, no, nigga, that's not how it's supposed to be. So you gotta find your own way, and when you find your own way and shit, then shit starts to come in into tune with everything, and then they're like, oh yeah, you was right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You gotta trust yourself. Yeah. There's a line in the Zulu Personal Declaration that I listen to every day, mm-hmm. and it goes. He who imitates good always falls short, and he who imitates evil always exceeds the measure set. Mm-hmm. Be yourself, and life will reward you. Mm. When you try to copy somebody who's doing good, you'll never measure up. Yeah. And when you mm. try to copy somebody who's doing something bad, you always take it overboard. You're right. Mm. But when you just be yourself, life rewards you. Right. So this makes people uncomfortable. Right? This is my likability, and this is where the discomfort comes from. When I do my lives, like you were saying, people like me because they can relate to me. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm transparent. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm not I'm not um, absorbed of this shit. Mm-hmm. I fall victim to this, too. I'm a human, too. And I hold myself accountable for it. But it also makes people uncomfortable when I do shit like I cuss, and I smoke on live, <laughs> and I reprimand my children. And it makes them uncomfortable because these are things that they hide yeah. when they right. try to present a perfect right. public persona. You yeah. mm. do be reprimanding their children. <laughs> he was going in. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Like, hey, but she real with it. <laughs> and she said, but back to uh, like, you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> So it's like people find a frustration when they can't be their full self. And it's mm. like, yo, I never kept you from being your full self. Right, right. Nobody I don't did. know what part of life did. But it wasn't this over here. Mm. It's social media, guys. People thinking they got to be perfect all the time. And there's mm. no such thing right. as perfection. Perfection right. is death. Mm. That's it. Elaborate on that. Death is perfect. Beautiful death. You never heard Everything that? No, no. Is. I know. I yeah. want her to elaborate on that for motherfuckers don't understand that oh. shit. Beca- Teach them. Because in life, right, our only purpose here, people try to find a purpose, and you might, like, have a calling. Right, your calling might be public speaking. Your calling might be artistry in one way or another. It might be teaching, but your purpose here is to perpetually evolve. So that means there's no such thing as perfection. You're always gonna be striving, right? When you die, there's nothing left to do. There is no more work. That is perfection. Yeah. So when people want perfection, what they really want is death. You want to die. Mm. You want for everything to be done. I meet people who say things like, "You want to stop." I don't want this to be work. I want to work until it's not work no more. And you bullshitting yourself. Life is perpetual work forever until you die. Mm-hmm. Word. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to escape the work, you're going to hurt yourself instead of driving yourself towards the work. You feel me? So it's like perfection is death. There is no such thing as perfect. This is perfect right, right here. I'm as perfect as it come right now. Absolutely. I better love this shit right now. Yes. I can go to the gym and work out and tone this shit up. But right now, I love this. Yeah, I love there we too. go. We love it. Yeah, it's as perfect <laughs> as it's going to get. <laughs> One more question. For me, anyway. Yeah. I've been noticing I've been seeing you in the studio lately. Mm-hmm. 
What you working on? Okay, so again, when we talk about the visibility, I come to. So one of my friends told me Facebook is the club. <laughs> it Fa- is. Facebook is the club. It is. Yeah. Right? It really is. I come to Facebook to party and bullshit. I talk shit. I I um troll. Trolling makes me feel so good inside. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me. It, it's it's a. Um, it never ceases to amaze me how you you can emotionally provoke people who have never met you before, who don't know you, who have no bearing in your life. Right. And I can say one thing, and that should drive people up the wall. I can say something I don't really mean. Yeah. So Facebook is the club. When people see me outside of Facebook, they like, yo, I, I had no idea. I'm an environmental educator. I work in trauma informed care. I work mm-hmm. in restorative practices. I work in social and environmental injustices. A lot of people have no idea a fraction of the things that I really do in real life. Let them see what you want them to see. Right. Absolutely. Right? So people think I'm ignorant, I'm ratchet. <laughs> right? And I, I am. It. And I am. I love it. I call it righteous ratchet. Yeah. I'm righteous and I'm ratchet. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now. um, my goal, once I move past that Abby old doom being able to sit in his living room goal, is that people try to push me to rap. And as much as I am lyrically inclined and I can rap, I don't like rapping. It's, that shit just bugged me the fuck out because I literally thought you do rap too. I do. I have songs. Okay. See, I've I've heard her perform one of her verses. Yeah. And it's fire. It that is shit fire. is extremely dense. It's yeah. wild. Like, um, I'll spit it for y'all. Yeah, yeah. It's but um people will ask me to rap and I'll rap upon request. But my goal is to do poetry on tracks. Mm-hmm. Interludes, outros, intros. Mm. You know, when you hear J. Cole, he's like, here come little Cole, mm-hmm. little Jermaine. Mm-hmm. When when you hear this, right? When you have individuals who are on tracks, Common, Black Thor, this is what I aspire to do. Mm-hmm. So again, what individuals don't know is I have featured on tracks, jazz mm-hmm. albums, rap albums. I don't talk about this stuff because I don't care. I get paid. I get my coin. You know who sees me? You know what people's issue is? People want individuals who they know who's close to them to support them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get support from your direct community. Nope. Your support is going to come from people who are beyond you. Right. Who's our most listeners? Our most listeners are people outside of Bridgeport. Look okay. at that. You, you know why? Because people know you. Mm-hmm. Right? So I got a brother wanting to do business with me right now. We sat down and do business. If you want to do business with me, we can't have visibility as the owners of this business. We have to create this kind of mystique around mm-hmm. who the owners are. And when you market it and you promote it, people can't see you. They're going to buy the product. But they can't know you own it. They right. can't know you own it. As soon as people know you own it, the people that know you are not going to patronize you. Right. I'm going to put no more money in this nigga pocket. Yeah, absolutely. He ain't about to be making it more than me. Right, exactly. So I don't let people know what I'm doing. I get paid either way. All they know about me is I travel and I have a podcast. Listen. That's about it. <laughs> the way he looked around all suspicious. <laughs> Listen. Like, like they don't know shit. Like there's others in they the room. They don't know shit. People I post know, a picture a couple times. That's about it. People know what you tell them. And that's what you got to keep in mind about other mm-hmm. people too. It's, you only know about people what they tell you. Mm-hmm. And not everything that we told is truth. Either. A lot of people put their whole life on it. Absolutely. You know that. Some people do. Some people do. Some people do. Some people do. Some people overshare. Some people definitely yeah, overshare. You already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Some people do the most. Yeah. But um, so 
I've done albums before. I've done features before. This most recent one that I posted, mm-hmm. I have individuals who constantly like, where can I find you? Where can I see you? Where's your work at? And I have nothing. <laughs> I, I haven't recorded anything. Like, I got no for me. videos. Oh, yeah, it's coming out February 31st. You right. got you got to see me in person when it's happening. Word. I'm like a phantom individual. Yeah. And then I had to realize, so all the work that I get, I'm like, yo, I get so much work and all of this is word of mouth and all of this is without anybody actually seeing it unless they was there in person. Yeah. Imagine if I actually created substantial uh, visibility around my work. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much more work I would get. Yeah. So now I actually made the intention to start doing that. Poetry was never my shit. Really? This is it a just hobby. something she could do. This is, I'm naturally good at this. What? This is a hobby. My my passion is in teaching. So it's like, but I servitude. can't. I can't. Your love language. Servitude. You said it. I can't fight the universe though. This is where all the money coming from. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. Big facts though. As much as I would like the the the, the money to be in the doula work. Yeah. And the facilitations. Right, the right. money is in the poetry, mm-hmm. the entertainment. So it's like, all right, I really have to do create visibility. So now one of my homies from Virginia hit me up. He's an amazing rapper. Mm. Um, and he's like, I want you to. Um, do the outro, the intro, and do the hook. Poetry. Or po- I'm like, oh, this is going to be fire. He sends me the track. It sounded like a J. Cole track. I'm like, I'm going to eat this shit up. <laughs> um, and this is the one that I recently posted okay. where I'm mm-hmm. in the studio. And he, um, but when the, uh, a lot of people also don't know, nobody knows, is I write songs. Mm. So I, I will I will ghost write for somebody else to sing on it because a singer I am not. <laughs> So <laughs> respected on, on the track, yeah. I do the intro, I do the outro, but the hook I wrote, and it's a singer who is singing the the somebody else who I have singing the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, oh. I, I, I again when individuals <coughs> um aspire to do anything, sometimes it's important for them to realize that you're never going to bear the fruit of the seed that you sow immediately, mm-hmm. right? It takes time. It takes years. And in that time that you think that you're not doing nothing, you're really marinating. You're really yeah. getting to it. You're doing all of the work on um the 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 joint that Lauren Hill did. Like the the the, the live joint she did. The unplugged. Oh, the unplugged. The unplugged. Mm-hmm. She said people see a finished product. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't see all the work that it took behind right. closed doors. Yeah. It takes eight years to be an overnight celebrity. So the time that you spend behind closed doors, a lot of individuals, their issue is they want instant gratification. Mm-hmm. They want the love of a public who don't even know the real them. Mm-hmm. I have these conversations with individuals that I know, like there are people who love your pub- public persona. They would never love you behind closed doors. Right. They would actually despise you behind closed doors because mm-hmm. right. they got to get the real you. Yeah. They got to get the yeah. you when you down, when you frustrated, when you a narcissist, when you fucked up all of these yous that they only get to see this final presentation that's all put together. So what you, what individuals see coming from me right now, this is four years in the works. All of this stuff I have been working on, cultivating, numerating on, all of this stuff. And now everybody is gonna see what I, what I have been doing this whole time. So a year ago, I started this show where I have individuals Come on my show. So the first four people that is on my show that the public will see, I have Sholi, I have Tony Blanco, 
I got Bugatti Harvin, and I have another artist called Mike Streeter. And I have artists of all mediums come on to come on to the show while they are performing and displaying their art. I'm mm-hmm. in the I'm in the kitchen cooking up a gourmet meal comfort meal. Mm. So anybody who has ever had my food knows. I hear about it. Yeah, I've heard about it. I haven't had it myself. We need uh, need to have that. Yes. (laughs) I attended a a function. My Juneteenth celebration. There was. I, uh, the mac and cheese. When I say the mac and cheese, (laughs) it's crazy. I did take some to go. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say on that. It was enough for that? Absolutely. Let me take some, (laughs) brother. I made several rounds that night. She feeds the village from what I've heard. I haven't. I haven't been to one of these. Soon as yet, the foil was lifted, <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. So when um uh, when the when the fellas came on the show, you know Bugatti is like, you need to start making plates, and sh- and Sholi like, don't start making plates. You gotta savor this, like, right? Uh, not everybody deserves this cooking. Absolutely, yeah. So when individuals come on my show while they performing, I'm cooking in the kitchen, and then we sit down to break bread. And to have discussion over culture, over art, over music, over everything. We 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 chopping it up. The show is called Chop It Up. Mm. So we chopping it up. We chopping it up. I'm chopping it up in the kitchen. We chopping it up. Everybody's chopping it up. So That's a dope ass concept. That is dope. Yeah. So now I've been filming this since last year, April of 2020. All right. In the so dark. Right. Now, now what we, <laughs> what, the now, fuck? what we want to do is again, individuals are so thirsty for in- instant gratification mm-hmm. is that they will they will release something before it needs to be released. I need I need 12 13 episodes backed up so when I do release it, it's coming back to back to back. And then I can continue filming Wait. and continue sustaining it. Did we not have this conversation? <laughs> yeah. Did we not have this conversation cuz it was stuff mm-hmm. that we wanted to record? And he keeps going, Latif, why you ain't put that shit out? Latif, why you ain't put that shit out? I was like, because we need to keep going once you gotta it's done. You got to build it up. Yeah. You gotta so we got to gotta keep recording this shit. See? So again, there's so much in the works that individuals haven't seen. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I did a um, performance with Lone Wolf Theater. Mm-hmm. It's a collaboration mm-hmm. between Lone Wolf Theater and Sage Seekers. If anybody's familiar with Sage Seekers, they out of Hartford. Okay. So they used to do the La Sala Femme. Yeah. La Sala okay. Femme, right? Jasmine Augusto, shout out to her. Yep, I follow her. So they called me up a collaboration piece. So now individuals get to see me doing stuff they've never seen me do. My hobby is poetry because my real passion is in dancing. I'm classically trained in contemporary and classical ballet. Okay. So during the... Um, who is this woman, y'all? During I, the I, motherfucking <laughs> yex. Like, who is that's, this? That's who this woman is. Motherfucking <laughs> yex. That's why, that's why um, <sighs> Arlen could be a mother from a different era because I do everything. Yeah. And you'll know when niggas is hating on you because they be like, what don't you do? I do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You hear me? I cook. Yeah. I do hair. I do poetry. Yeah. I teach. I do everything. So, um, La Sala Femme, I'll be dancing and spitting poetry. And that's going to be released June 10th, the new moon. So June 10th is going to run for two weeks. Virtually, it is going to be released. And it's like, again, all of these endeavors. And this is not everything that is even made visible. This is not the Trinity Hip Hop um, Festival that I taught at. This is not Yale, which I teach and and do uh, commission pieces for. This is none of this. This is just the stuff that is being made visible. I've been working on this stuff for the 
you know, for the last four years. Manifestation. Absolutely. There's the power. So once you realize that the stuff that you thought about is coming into fruition, mm-hmm. then you know there's no limits. Mm-hmm. You can do anything that you set your mind to. You can create your reality. If I made this happen four years later, all I got to do is be patient and do the work. What's wild is like, that's one of the things that I like about like Facebook memories and shit like that, yep. right? Because I'll say years ago, I want to do X, Y, Z. And I don't think about it again, right? And then when that memory pops up on that particular day, I was like, yo, I really made that shit happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I wrote this shit down. And because I wrote it down, unconsciously, I made it happen. I manifested. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, it was. And it wasn't even unconscious. Exactly. I was just about to correct myself. I was doing the work. It wasn't unconscious. But I forgot about the fact that I wrote it down four years ago that I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And I just didn't put mm-hmm. a a deadline on it. Technically, I manifested being in a podcast with you because when you was doing on the air, I was saying to you, yo, I want to do a podcast with mm-hmm. you. What the fuck happened? You reached out to Years me Years later, like, I say, yo. Yeah, let's do it. It's your time. <laughs> That's crazy. So now it's important for people to know, you know, there's power in the written manifestation, mm-hmm. right? And there's power in the spoken manifestation. People say there's power in words, right? Power in the tongue, yeah. The most powerful manifestation that you can create comes from the thought, right? Mm-hmm. The, the The reason why people say there's power in words is because when we we speak, we emit vibrations from our throat. Mm-hmm. The the vibrations that are emitted from your skull are more intense than the ones emitted from your vocal cords. So the most important tool of manifestation is your thoughts. I don't care what you're saying out loud. If you really in doubt and fear, it's not going to come into fruition. But when you really believe that, all you got to mm-hmm. do is think it. That's it. I know I'm going to do this. I ain't going to try. I'm going to get to it. This is exactly what I'm going to so do. true. Yeah. Because the minute you start doubting yourself, you're putting a, a block up for you. Im- immediately, you start creating an opportunity for yourself to fail. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, I don't care what it takes. You over there like, damn. Yo, you don't understand how full, you don't understand how full my heart is right now hearing her speak. It's just like, oh my God. So we just ended here. Listen. All you got to do is thank it. Yeah. All right. So before we get into last call, you said you would spit that verse. Oh my God. I forgot. You manifested it. So now it's coming up. (laughs) All right. All right. I just want y'all to know I don't have to preface it, but I'm going to preface it. First of all, I've been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) So if I slur a word or two, it's okay. It's all right. It's it's the whiskey. It's not yet. You need a beat or you do an acapella. I'm going to do an acapella. I don't like how it sounds on the beat. The beat is high tempo. So I spit like um, tech nine, like not like fast. I spent these first 12 lines, these first bars, was a freestyle. I constantly talk about this when I do the poetry, is that almost every poem I have is a freestyle. Mm -hmm. I haven't written down my work until this year. I was teaching at Common Ground High School, and they asked me for transcription. So it's the first time I actually sat down and wrote my work down. Mm. I, I build everything in my brain and then it comes out fluidly. And I have a hard... It's not good as an artist because I have a hard time sitting down Say and that writing. Say to Hove. 
Well, when it's time for me to be commissioned, I got to sit down and write. If yeah. it don't come up up here fluidly all the time, sometimes I get a blockage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I and I hold myself to that standard. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not, it's not your illest work if it didn't come out in one full sweep. If if mm-hmm. it didn't come out in a freestyle, but really that's not the truth. So this, the first twelve bars was a freestyle, and then I let the producer hear it, and I let my sister in law hear it. My sister-in-law is amazing lyricist. She is like the Puerto Rican Lauren Hill. She Mm. sings and she raps. Her voice is angelic. So she's like, yo, I need to get on that track. So I'm (laughs) like, I have to write more. Like, I have to write a full verse now and a hook. Right, right. So this is the joint. It's called Ode to Cold Red because the track was called Cold Red. All right. It's immature, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Just spit it, man. All right. Introducing Mother Eat, the feeder from the left tee, the volatile slow drip. I don't even need to be the anesthetic solvent. Flame you from the inside. Compulsive convulsions. Chemical homicide. Pretty face. Lethal waste. Reap the grin. Reach for him. Soulless made by my side. Catch lives. Snatch lives. Post waste. I stomach you bitches just to dispose waste. Hold on. Shit. That was a bar. <laughs> that's bars right there. That's my favorite bar. <laughs> that, that, yeah. I stomach you bitches just to dispose ways. I stomach you bitches just to dispose ways. We ain't going to give them no more. That's the taste. That's the taste. Let's that's give them the taste, yo. Wait for the album. They, they don't the deserve album. no more. They don't deserve they don't no, more. no more. They don't get no more. They don't get no more. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Word. Thank you. Thank you, for real. Absolutely, real absolutely. Shit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I said, my heart has been filled so much with I've your been words. I've over here this whole time. And just <laughs> grinning like a, Hell yeah. like my grandmother said, grinning like a Cheshire cat, whatever that is. <laughs> Smiling like Louis Armstrong. <laughs> I appreciate it, y'all. This was, uh, I enjoy being up here, too. I, I've been looking forward to it for some time now. Word, word. Right, who up first, y'all, with the last call, man? Last man, I guess I'll get right into it. So yeah. what's the last call? What y'all do? So we play some music from independent artists, uh, you know, just to give our listeners something to, to, to put on, to get onto. Okay. Yeah. First, we was playing, like, music that we just want to hear, and then YouTube was like, oh, y'all think y'all could just do whatever y'all want. You ain't got no race YouTube, to this. Spotify, like, we get emails still. Yo, do you about see Instagram taking all our shit down now? Instagram's been taking every verse we've ever Instagram done. Instagram just took some of my shit down too. <laughs> Instagram, is, Instagram is going. It took down a, every verses we've ever. And done. it was months ago too. No, right. no, no, no. I'm gonna tell you how real it is. Instagram took down a video I put up when we were allowed to have videos on Instagram. Mm. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, yeah. so y'all shout out independent artists, which is yeah. fire. Word. Which is fire. Yeah. So my track is uh, by an artist named Coda the Friend from Brooklyn. Um, I chose this track because the first time I heard it, I was like, damn. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like lyrically dense, but it's like, it's very relatable. Because mm-hmm. like, we've all had somebody that don't fuck with us for some reason, mm-hmm. but for but you still wish them the best. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why you don't like me, mm-hmm. but I want you to do well. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, this, this song is called What You Saying. 
Static Selector. Figured I would be destitute. Guess I taught you a lesson. I look at you like. What's that shit you was talking and now you punching it? Ain't nobody hearing. You really tried to bring me down with you. The people holding up my crown. And I return it with love. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of sorry that you had to see me rise like this and manifest the future in my mind like this. I know it must be hard to see me up with the stars when you was throwing the salt and wishing for me to fall. It take a lot to hate me with everything that you are and everything that you have. I hope you get out the past and maybe then one day we could get together and laugh and I can figure out why my being here make you mad. I hope you get in your money. I hope you're setting it sunny. Only intentional shade. Veggies and fruit in your tummy. Happy with who you became. Little ones calling your name. Beautiful woman at home. Nobody doubts in your flame. You hope I'm hurting and I hope you great. I live my purpose, I ain't perfect, but I'm flying straight. Going through the highs and lows, learning not to run and hide. I just hope you know that all I wanted was to find my way. Figured I would be destitute, guess I taught you a lesson, I look at you like. What's that shit you was talking and now you punching it, ain't nobody hearing. You really tried to bring me down with you, the people holding up my crown. I return it with love. I tell it how I live it. I ain't putting on an act. I celebrate the village and that's why the people clap. I'm genuine in spirit even when I'm dead wrong. Trying to give the people hope like restoring dead lawns. I'm just sitting on my balcony and living my truth. Even when I feel ashamed, I admit it to you. Cause I don't do it for myself, it's for the good of the world. I'm on a mission, I feel like it's something I gotta do. That's why no matter what you're saying, you ain't taking my juice. Suicidal niggas stay attempting breaking my rules. I'm thanking every single person that doubted me on the way. I be thanking you every day as I'm waking up to my view. Get up to the sunrise, it's a struggle sometimes I hope that you step into your power when it comes time Life is something special, so you really gotta love yours Before you finish, you're getting close to the runtime Figured I would be destitute, guess I taught you a lesson I look at you like What's that shit you was talking and now you punching it Ain't nobody hearing You really tried to bring me down with you The people holding up my crown and I return it with love. Yo, why that track is so dope is like exactly what she was talking about earlier when she was in the studio and that dude came in and was like, yo, this shit is whack. Dude stuck to himself and dropped a, a dope ass verse. That's basically what this song is about. It's like, yo, I don't know why you don't support me or why you don't like what it is about me. But I just say to myself, and I hope you do the same. Mm. Because when you do the same, you're going to, you know what I'm saying? You're going to step yeah. into, that's why I said, I hope you step into your power when it comes time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it just be like that. I got a question. Do I get one too? Do I get a local artist too? I mean, if you want to. Oh, I got one. Uh, you who, got, who next? Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. I'm tuned up. Yep, you live. All right, words. So um, this this record I'm about to play is uh, called Riot by my kinfolk, King Kami, featuring uh, Zaniri that we had on not too long ago. He oh, yeah! Yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> so you got to get into this.
They say violence is the language of the unheard. But we hear y'all loud and clear. It's that pearly dawn. Middle finger to the law. That was meant to keep us down. Intent to see us drown and killed another one of ours. With plenty of people around, pin them to the ground, making it hard to breathe. Over an alleged crime that wasn't violent. Fuck wrong with these niggas. Like they say about us whenever we wildin'. We sick and tired of being sick and tired, and we will no longer be silent. So that pressure, we gotta apply it. Hits the marches and all of the riots. Fuck 12, nigga, fuck a op. And fuck a damn coronavirus. Nah, we ain't worried about your threats, Mr. Prez. This is something you incited. I speak for them people who I looked at as less all because of their skin tone. They scared of our features. So they try and limit how much we can get done. Struggle less it's a fetus. At the while over time of the bullshit, you get numb. The history repeats itself. What happened to progression? This shit dumb. But what we trying to do is affect change. This ain't no motherfucking game. They may not understand a black man's plight, but they gon' understand his pain. No, it could all be so simple. But they rather make shit difficult. They don't want us living it up. So this how we giving it up. All lives won't matter. People on the fence, you better pick a side and don't switch. Ain't no in-betweens if you got any sense. You either with us or against. Shit, if I said it, then it's me. Fuck you and anybody I offend. Remember, we only looking for equality. Imagine if we wanted some revenge for them 400 years, yeah, mention. Shit, need my 40 acres in a mule. Matter of fact, buy 40 of them bitches too, cause I got some weight I'm trying to move. Little something, something for them fuck niggas, case they got something they trying to prove. Whether to themselves or to the next bitch. Humble, but I'm not the one to F with. Always ready to rumble when tested, so respect it. We already fucked up from this generational trauma we was left with. Well equipped for the job that's legit. Apply to it, get rejected. Over and over, crowded living. Gotta pay tuition, what the fuck did you expect it? For us to chill, let's be real How would you feel if you were subjected to living a lie Being satisfied with the crumbs they spill Keep it trim, you probably be upset too Well this what the upset do When we feel like we falling on deaf ears Then we gotta upset you All lies won't matter I'm still mad we couldn't go up to that uh, video shoot. What the hell? Where was, was I in town? We were all like, we were, we were all, all around, around, but we were all busy. Oh, that shit crazy. Mm. Yeah, they hit us up and asked us to come through the video shoot. I think I had a photo shoot that day or something like that. I forgot what the hell. I went, was yeah, because they went for two shots. One, two, three. So I was actually at the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I would have loved to be on the set of that. Yeah. Or I had my black turtleneck with my beret. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle was, was in the video, ready. too. Kami's dad was in it because he had actually came up that weekend. And, and he was in the video. Oh. Word, word. All right, so my last call is um my family. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to start supporting them a lot more. Um, You know, letting their records really be heard. This is M-A-R, a.k.a. Light up! I probably did that shit <laughs> terrible oh compared to how I handled it. But-
But uh, hopefully get Fam on the show. This is a new record he just dropped called Azul Shots. I like it, so you know I'm, I'm gonna play this. Record. That's a fact. Diddy, we got one. And may y'all. R.P. Nipsey, Pun, Biggie, and Tupac. Faded taking 1942 shots. Bottle with the bell. Azul shots. Authentic and real. I'm everything that you not. Oh. This the sound that wake the city up. Oh. I was down. Now I'm really up. Kept it 100. It ain't no switching up. They said you can't smoke, so I lit it up. Learn at an early age. It's not a game, light up with three P's, remember my name, remember me, I just want the money, f*** the fame, I came to tear it up, I know they want the flame, had to switch it up, I never gave them the same flow, never. I'm old school like shell toes and Kangos, fresh and slick like Dougie and Rick, got no time for the haters, I got money to get, I know they selling that, but they want this, shout to all the DJs that play my and may Standing on the couches where you find me I'm Moreno with a Spanish mommy You wanna know what she do for poppy When she get she do it sloppy After the shows, I do the lobby I had to take a different way, the view was foggy R.P. Nipsey, Pun, Biggie, and Tupac Faded taking 1942 shots Bottle with the bell, Azul shots Authentic and real, I'm everything that you not this the sound that wake the city up. Oh. I was down, now I'm really up. Oh. Kept it a hundred, it ain't no switching up. Oh. They said you can't smoke, so I lit it up. They ain't know it was Liddy up in Connecticut. In my city, my name big, Elephant. If they ain't talking about money, then it's irrelevant. I just finished smoking, about to roll another elegant. This for all the years, I ain't never win. Victory is right there, I can smell a win. I'm raising the bar up. Jordan last dance, I'ma light the cigar up. MJ, 12, 10 plus 2. 12. Had to get it on my own, was a must do. Uh, before rap, I had a name. Facts. No half stepping, Big Daddy Kane. Dang. I got money to tend to. Grind your way up, you can happily win too. You don't know the that I actually been through. Feeling like LeBron, smoke after a win too. RP, Nipsey, Pun, Biggie, and Tupac. Faded taking 1942 shots, bottle with the bell, Azul shots, authentic and real, I'm everything that you not, this the sound that wake the city up, oh. I was down, now I'm really up, oh. kept it a hundred, it ain't no switching up, they said you can't smoke, so I lit it up, light up with three P's, the three P's of success. Glad you faded it out on that part. I got No, nah, that's how it ends. Oh, really? That's how it ends. You know what I'm saying? So pass that ox court over this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a last call too. Yeah, like um, I told, I was like, yo, I really like this record. This is bringing back to when he first started rapping to me with the whole soon to be the king. Um, you know, we get him on the show. He'll talk about him and shit. But yeah, he's uh, he's definitely a, a big deal out here. Yeah, I got you know it. So. Now, um, as an artist myself, I think it's important to shift the paradigm of what a starving artist looks like. Mm. And the way that we do that is we nourish our children who are artists. Art is fundamental to humans. So my daughter is an artist. Oh, you said that. She does everything, though. Yeah. She's a visual artist. She's a poet. She's a singer. She's an instrumentalist. She does everything. She her Dope mama. Fuck. Yeah, she's, she's, she's going to be way more fire than I am. Love that. Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. As 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 she should be. Mm-hmm. 
So she's a part of this apprenticeship in New Haven at an art hub called Next Haven. Mm. So this song is one of her peers, right? Mm-hmm. Mind you, this kid's 16, right? And he does everything himself. Everything. From the beats to the producing to the rap. He does Hello, everything. J. Cole. Sometimes I make mistakes and then sometimes you're in harm's way. I hope you're alright. Cause if you're not okay, then I might be the one to blame. And my eyes are on you only. The late nights have been so lonely. It's freezing, keep me by your side. The winter's fight, you make me feel July. Oh, you make me feel July. But his, it's, it was everything, though. It's the beat. The voice. The, the melody. Cadence. The cadence. The lyrics. He's so versatile, too. That's just one side of him. Wow. So he's uh. his name is SB Kai. Okay. He's amazing. And, he, and this kid is only 16. So we can only imagine where our youth has to mm-hmm. go as they continuously develop yeah. themselves. That's crazy. Yeah. It definitely, that record definitely gave me, like, gold link yeah. type of vibes. Yeah. A like little it. bit of Frank Ocean. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a little bit of like <laughs> A little bit of Tyler. A little bit of <laughs> yes. Khalid. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. <laughs> oh, just the tone of his voice. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just mad. <laughs> yep, like, yep. <laughs> can't wait till we can start putting shows together. Bruh. Which, which, by the way, I we got to have a talk because we got to um, get some kickbacks going up. And we, we need you to be there. We need you to be there. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm around. Listen, what was it? July. We could do it as soon as June, maybe. Depends on D Dub. June and probably ain't gonna work for me, I'm be honest with you. All right, well July. July. Yeah, we, June, can bring the, June, we can bring the we can bring the June back June June is tomorrow. Yeah. Not yeah, really. June is right now. It, 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 June yeah. is now. I ain't even think about it. By the time yeah. they hear this, it will be June. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh yeah, so July. We can start bringing kickbacks back. Yeah. The Kumba kickbacks, right? Yes, man. Yeah, I've never been to one. We've yeah. been waiting. Been they're, 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 they're good times. They're real good I times. I look forward to it. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, they're, like the way we do it, like there's no mic list or whatever. Like, you just, yeah. It's a like, freestyle. Let's right. go. Whenever you feel the, the, the need to go to the mic, that's when you. Like go. he could be playing music and it just, you, you just go right up there. And oh, yeah. And then somebody just go yeah. grab the mic and be like, D up. That'd be it. Or somebody walk up to one of us and like, yo, can I get on the mic real quick? Yeah. And we'll go tell D Dub to turn the music off. It's it's it's, it's really so, just we, we have oh, shot. We it's have so shot seamless. Clock going. I'm around. Yeah, because it's like they be like, oh, what y'all do there? There's really no way to explain. Right, there's no it. way to explain be it because no two kickbacks have been the I've same. Never, never been. been the same. They've it's never been the it's same. It's really just it's it was created for, for creatives to just come 
and perform or and just fellowship with each other. Mm-hmm. With like like how you got open mics where there's co- the people come and they just spectate. The Kumba kickbacks are it's so interactive. It's it's right. for creatives though. Mm-hmm. For everybody to just come and just mingle among each other or you get feedback from somebody if you want it. Mm-hmm. That's the best time that I've ever had when creatives come together and they kind of have like a jam session. Mhm. Like, um, Denzel, no, like, at the um, at the Juneteenth celebration that I held last year, yeah. that shit turned into the wildest gym session. Mm. Like, when I say it was amazing, the sisters start harmonizing. Yeah. Like, it was just beautiful. And it's like, our, this is what it's about. Like you said, creatives coming. It was nothing but creatives there. Yeah. Creatives coming yeah. together and just naturally harmonize, being in harmony with each other. Yeah. So I had to leave early, but I was there for a bit. But then I seen, like, the videos after that. Yeah. yeah, but you was there when they was hard. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I was. Cause um, I can't think of her name right. Uh, Poet L. Yeah, she she was in on that too. Like yeah, when yeah. all of the sisters was harmonizing and then freestyling and then. And I had seen yeah, I seen her snaps and everything like that, and I was like, damn, and I forgot why I had to That's leave true. early. Yeah, I forgot why I had to. <laughs> Yo, when I said that drink was powerful, so I can't imagine how the kickbacks are. Yeah, yeah. and it's gonna be even crazier because people been fiending for them, like yeah. and. People haven't seen, well, some people haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah, I'm I'm anxious. Mm-hmm. I know some like poets and stuff like that, they've been writing in the, the whole pandemic. I haven't. I haven't but... either. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, that's a wrap. Thank you, Yex, again. Thank y'all. Let them know where they can find you, though, if you want to be found. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on IG, yes, Yex. That's a name that was donned on me by the Poets Realm. So every time, like, Latif kicked this joint off, when I, when I come in, everybody, yes, Yex. <laughs> so that's Y-A-S-S-S underscore Y-E-X, and that's IG. Y'all don't need to look for me on Facebook. I'm ignorant as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's been the Rhythm and Bruise podcast. 59. Peace, love, and light. Oh, y'all. To the Rhythm and Bruise podcast. With your host. With your host. With your host. 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 Latif, Lucky Lefty, and Mr. R&B Smooth.